saying you'd rather claim a bun than like the nice Ghost of Shishima ponytail? Um, listen, dude. All right, just stop, dude. Why are you doing this to me? Okay? I, I'm putting this you is... on the spot. <laughs> do, you, do your intro, dude. What are you What are you doing? Oh, right hey, now? here's our intro. <laughs> Sup, everybody. This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Abzi and Silver and Reg and Johnny. As always, these guys pretty much almost always show up, which is interesting because they don't really get anything positive out of it. But today we are going to get something positive. We got Chef Andy on here. He is somebody uh, I've known for many years now, uh, working PR <laughs> for various companies. This is one of the things we always joke about. Never piss off a PR person because they change companies a lot. <laughs> and Andy did. And it was like, it was so weird. It was like, bop, bop, bop. And I was like, oh, man. Well, it's funny because they also say, don't piss off your chef. So you oh, got the two... True. So right? he's got the double. A yeah. Chef, a good chef would never ever tamper with your food. No matter how mad they really, were, you mean? Really good food. Yeah. No, a good chef would okay, never do okay. that. But if you Just have a case, chef though. that like, really cares about you, though, like that's the difference between like a fine meal and a really, really overcharged steak. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Right. You know, why spend your food when I can charge you for it? Dude, I worked in a I worked in a kitchen for for like a year, and it was hell on earth. It was like the the worst year of my life. It was super stressful. Um, <laughs> Um, it made me hate cooking. <laughs> so, to this day, E three still harder. I don't know, man. I were I was telling you guys, I got fired pretty quickly. But I worked at a restaurant and actually sort of dug it, man. Like, but I, I think you and I talked about it. The one thing you always get is like in the in the podunk, you know, like fast food places, relationships and stuff going wrong. You know, got teenagers. Oh, dude, there was drama. Stuff. Yeah, let me tell yeah. you. There, I, I don't think drama. I don't think Andy's talking about like your local Seven Eleven back. You know, making those little wizard finger burritos that sit for a long time. He's talking about a nice place. He's probably not talking about the places yeah. where you and I worked. I'm just assuming. I mean, I didn't work in fast. Food. I worked in like a like a like a fitness delivery food type shit, but it was still like it was like a startup. But uh, yeah, it was just a stressful oh, environment because we worked for like a... twelve hours straight, you know, without a break. Yeah. What were you saying? I mean, I, I came up from since I was fourteen. I've been cooking, and I worked in a you know middle style restaurant, white cloth. Uh, as I was like 14, 15 years old when I first started cooking, but then went through culinary school, did the whole thing. So I spent most of my time in fine dining uh, as a captain waiter, multi course meals, pretty simple. But like the most fun I had was when I switched to just a burger joint, burgers and wings. We had a subwoofer in our kitchen. Oh. That was probably the best time. That was in Pittsburgh, which is like one of the best food cities out there. Like I Find think that has the music in the kitchen. Yeah, like we yeah, were just yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there was drinks floating around. That was a bit crazy. But I found my middle ground of just working at places that just had a lot of heart and passion. And mm -hmm. now I would rather just cook for friends. Like I'd rather come over to your house and just make a couple burgers and just be good with it. Dude, instead of th like that's the thing. Course piece, right? Dude, when I cook for others, like I played it so nicely and I make it look so good and stuff like that. And then when I cook my for myself, I just put literally ingredients together. Here's and what's weird. Up, Andy you know? <laughs> is not lying, by the way. He's backing all this crap up because if you check his uh, Twitter account, especially a while ago, Every single PR person, like he'd do events and there would be, he'd be like, hey, do, you know, there'd be pictures of like everybody eating all these crazy foods and stuff like that. Probably didn't show the pictures later where everybody had carb coma and they're in the back like sleeping. <laughs> you know, they like, he needs to deliver, <laughs> needs to deliver uh, some kind of little place for people to sleep. But also his pancakes are probably my favorite part of Twitter. Every time you post pancakes, I'm like, hmm. Those are so many. Those are my actual pancakes. <laughs> dude, dude, oh, you got fuck, some wicked man. ass pancakes. So You're the only person I, I, when I cook pancakes, I always look the same every time. Terrible. I, let me tell you right now, 
I know I can teach you how to make amazing pancakes. Oh, just I'm sure me. you can. I'm just going to be great. I just don't pay attention. Hey, man, just I put just him on a pan and flip it. Dude. Yeah, that's I'm like, that, I got to work out. Not that easy. Just get it in. Oh, no, it's not that easy. I mean, he's shown it. No, dude, go go and look at his Twitter. It's nuts. It's like <laughs> it's like a sexy, almost almost a penthouse for pancakes. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's got some pretty and he takes good pics, too, because I'm that's another thing I'm terrible at is like taking a picture of food. My food, when you take a picture of it, it's like a diet pepsi can and people are like i'm hey man, not you quite gotta, sure why you, you gotta tune that saturation a little bit up you know give it a little nice yeah give it, yeah yeah right. put a little put a little lens shots. flare on yeah, the yeah, pancake like a little bit of water at the can <laughs> Dude, have you seen have you seen how they take pictures of burgers and mcdonald's yes. and shit it's nuts, My dude. It's a, it's a science. Spraying like, the like hairspray on things, you know. And like, they have machines and mm -hmm. stuff that like the steam. Yeah, dude, the crazy. steam behind most of the food is you take a tampon and hot water and then just let it rise, and that's the steam on most food. I know your faces are saying it, but the the tricks out there just mind blowing. I have mm -hmm. never dabbled that's at the nuts. food that I post. I never dabbled in trying to kind of mm. make it fake. My MO is if you're going to have food, make it look like you could really eat it. Yeah. Like if it's a, if you're a buddy over the house, like, oh, that's really there. That's a plate that actually got consumed and not just some doctored up photo. I think I'd rather have it that way. Right. Yeah. So would I. Um, sorry, everybody. People are like, uh, what, what are they talking about? Oh, no, you guys are fine. You guys are just listening. We, we have a ten tendency to tangent. So we are going to talk about what we've been playing as always. That is a massive spider. Holy shit. Yeah. Sorry, I have a face hugger in here. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about uh, uh, CD Projekt Red, talking about their future, talking about their, you know, their current games. I want to definitely talk about where the next gen version of Witcher 3 is and all that kind of stuff. But the first thing we do uh, quickly try to hit on is what we've been playing. So we're going to go with the guest first, as always. So that is fucking scary. Sorry. So, Andy, what game... What I got to get Raid. What game have you been playing? What games have you been playing? Like everybody else, Elden Ring, I can't stop. Uh, there are only two games that are running right now. It's Elden Ring on my P uh, on my Xbox and on my PC, two different builds. But I oh. am training for Combo Breaker and Evolution, so I'm playing Tekken. So it's pretty much only Tekken, Elden, Elden Ring. So Andrew, like this guy is based. This yeah. Guy is based. <laughs> so yeah, we're, that, that is literally all it's going to be consumed unless I'm like testing something. But yeah, that's that. those are on the docket right now. Dude, so if I said... If I said you have two sentences to describe to me what what it is about Elden Ring, what would that be for you? Unparalleled discovery. Genuine player freedom. Those are pretty good. That is that is pretty much summed up in what you get there. Damn, you do well in interviews. <laughs> yeah. <Child> interviews. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so those so those are his. What have you been playing, Abzi? Uh, I haven't been playing many games over the past week. I've been very, very busy. But when I can, um, I've been helping. So my girlfriend has her own Elden Ring like playthrough. So I've been like playing as a, you know, as a phantom helper co-op oh, person. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, and wasn't um, quite sure where that was going. And what's another? Just like risk rain here and there. Um, and yeah, I haven't, I haven't had much time in, in uh, with games. I did um, hook up my PS4 um, oh. I, a couple of days ago because I was bored. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I wanted to try Bloodborne again because you know everybody raves about it, but dude, it's so framey. How do you guys do this shit, dude? How do you guys play that game? I I couldn't. Um, it was a different time, was... I think. Yeah, like when I remember back to when I played it back in the day, I I didn't even like it didn't even cross my mind. Like I wasn't right. spoiled by by PC frames, right? So 
Gotcha. So the, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I know we talked yesterday. You hadn't been playing a bunch. What about you, Silver? We didn't get to talk to you last week. Uh, no, sadly. Um, yeah, I mainly have been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, actually. I needed uh, sandy beaches uh, on the Mediterranean. So that's <laughs> sort of been a nice vacation um, going back to that. Um, mm -hmm. Also still playing Hunt Showdown with friends. Um, good game. Week, yeah, uh, so good. Getting together. Um, enjoying that. Um, also playing Chinatown Detective Agency a bit. Um, playing a bit of Warhammer 3 after the update that sort of revamped the entire campaign um, in that game. Um, and yeah, that's essentially it. Let me Wait, how is... I haven't, haven't actually been playing I think Elden we're all going to ask the same thing, so I'll let yeah. Azzy go. Go ahead. Oh, I was uh, just wanted to ask how, how you're finding Chinatown yeah, Detective that, Agency. that was my question. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Well, that is our indie game of the week. Um, okay, well, but, then we can uh, stop. The oh. reason why I was wondering, Silver, is I think you told me, or somebody did, that there was rumor, there were reports of technical oddities yeah, with yeah, that. It's, yeah, I think that yeah, it's was quite, you. It's quite, it's quite buggy. It's quite buggy. Okay, well, let's, yeah, let's hold off on that, because I'm even, I'm just a sucker for those. So, yeah, yeah, we'll hold on to that. What about you, Reg? <laughs> well, I mean, no. same as the last no, week. No, 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 no. I watched you. No last, no Lost Ark for at least one day I saw. That's one true. There was one day I skipped day you that made on. Mm -hmm. yep, that's, yep. that's really hard, though. It's so good. Oh, no, no. Dude, <laughs> Reg has how many hours do you have? This is ridiculous. How many I hours now have almost 440 hours. 440 hours in that game. Yeah. Like in just the US build? Or were you playing? <laughs> no. That's the, that's, wow, that's that the, was a shot, and I don't one. think anybody's going to pick up on why. <laughs> Are, do you mean the one that was released three years ago? Yeah, no, this is just <laughs> the United nope. States. Oh my God. Yeah. The Amazon version. <laughs> wow. That's great. And, but you were playing. Um, you were playing ne uh, Nepro, or what, what's that one called? The The indie game. It's not Necro? Necro, Nepro, or whatever. Yeah, I thought I saw you playing Norco. that. Norco. 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 Oh, that one. Yeah, only a tiny bit. I was mostly messing around, apart from playing Lost Ark, with uh, watching anime uh, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, messing around with the Unreal Engine and throwing more, st uh, more games on the Steam Deck and just seeing what it can run. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you installed Elden or Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Online. Online on it. And yeah. have you tested? The Steam Deck was that? Yes. Uh, off the SD card, it has obvious loading problems. Like it stutters every time it loads. I moved it to the internal storage, but have not tried it yet. Apart from that, it's, it was a locked 60. So if it wasn't having loading issues, it was just steady 60. Okay, gotcha. What about you, Johnny? So uh, I played a little bit of Lego Skywalker with a friend. We ran into a, a, an issue with FPS. The one area in episode two where it's like the factory area that we, we have a, like a strong 18 FPS there. And no matter Oof, what nice. we try, it's just really rough to get through that area. Cause there's also like aiming, you know, like they make you aim on stuff yeah. and just really rough. Uh, so we gave it a little break, see if they kind of patch it up. And I've been back to final fantasy 14 after parking it back in December, um, where I'm, uh, trying to get to the final expansion. Uh, as you know, there's always a lot of in-between. So I finished Shadowbringers, which was the prior, and now the latest, El uh, Endwalker. There's like a whole bunch of in-between content that that I have to do as well to get there. That it? 
Yeah, a bit of League of Legends, you know, the keeping the climb going. Um, I was playing some games for review and that or not review, but a preview, but that fell through. That was that sucked because that ruined the entire schedule for like two weeks. Um, so when I jumped from those, I ended up playing. I grabbed a couple random Steam titles, like you know, simulators. Like, did you, you try know, the Signal State? Build. Yeah. No, but I do have it downloaded. I did buy okay, it. Okay, good. Um, and then I made a mistake. So I love the simulator games. I think they're, in fact, um, Playway, SA Playway, and a couple other. You know, I don't know the behind the scenes. Every time I say something positive about them, I'm waiting for that negative news story of of these guys. But they have to be the most prolific and successful publisher I've ever seen. Because their thumbs up to thumbs down release on Steam is, it's phenomenal. Like, it's, I've never seen, it's almost like we talk about Assassin's Creed, for the most part, always having good games. Like, even if you love them or don't, you look at the series and you're like, that's a solid series. This is just solid titles. But I made a mistake, man. And I didn't look at a publisher and I got Escort Simulator. Nice, dude. How was up? <laughs> okay, bro. I need to look this up now. It's bad. <laughs> like it's it's the raunchiest. I mean, it's everything. I thought it was gonna be a little bit like a uh, ghost, not ghost. Um, what's the game? Uh, Shima. Uh, no, the last dragon, <laughs> the dragon game. Um, Yakuza, like a dragon. Oh, I thought it was yeah. gonna be. I and. You know, it's late at night and you're just clicking shit to buy. And that's especially I got like Thief Simulator, which I love. That game is unbelievable. That game is awesome. Dude, yeah. VR in that game. Oh, uh, yeah. Drug Dealer Simulator is pretty weird as a, as a title, but that game is phenomenal, even though it's these are real questionable. There, there's a simulator all, where you run. A, yeah, they're all real. You run a land land um, area, like a land thing where people come in and just use your PCs. Oh, a cafe. A cafe. Yes, a yeah. cafe. Yeah. Yeah. So I got this. It was full frontal, man. I, it was full frontal. Yeah, full I looked it up. It's, Dude. Uh... Yeah, don't. If you're at wow. work, people listening, don't look this up, by the way, because you won't. You're going to be able to be a podcast guest because you're going to lose your job. It's so this that. is VR? No. Is it? No, this one doesn't. <laughs> well, did that's you what I was thinking. Johnny perk up. Johnny's like, huh. hey, wait a oh, minute. It's VR. Now tell me a bit more. <laughs> What's it called again? It's uh, but so it's... how are the physics in the game? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know, the simulator titles are awesome, and I suggest if you have a topic, most likely there's now a simulator game for it. And as somebody, Dude, I... <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, no, that's all right. I was just going to say as somebody who loves the trucking games, that's what silver and I started talking about when he first started on the channel five years ago. It was like that back then it was European trucker, you know, and that yeah. was pancake version. There wasn't even VR then. And it's just like, it, it's, it's, it's nuts. They're, uh, they're amazing. So check them out. But that one in particular, I would warn you about, um, are there haptics? Somebody asked in chat. Dude, I, I tried. <laughs> I, I tried you know, a sex I, game like in VR, but it just doesn't work because you look down and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like the stick is way too big for me. You know? <laughs> <it> just... <laughs> no, it's not that. So I cover VR. I'm working with a company right now on basically they're having issues with uh, because I do one of my ex. That's what she does now, and the big problem is cameras because everybody looks like pyramid head which is pretty creepy when it's a sex scene. Yeah. And they are yeah. trying to figure all that stuff out. We will get there, which is unfortunate because humanity, I'm sorry, I just don't think we need to get there. I I, I, I need my people to want to get out of the house occasionally. Instead, my friends are going to be dehydrated every time they come over and I'll be like, dude, <laughs> like you don't work out. Why are y'all sweaty? 
Oh, you just know, playing I, games. I feel like I feel like if we the, the one simulator that I think is missing, there's chef simulators, but there's no mm. explicit cake decorating simulators. Oh. I think a proper cake decorating simulator in VR. That's the next game a lot I'm gonna of the make. Problems that are missing, <laughs> right? But, and it, it's just like I mean, I know how involved cake decorating is. I dabbled, and it is worth the thousands of dollars that you pay for a single cake. Yeah, I would love to see that in VR. It'd be worth the money. At least, yeah, that, you know, at that's least worth a, trying. That's a good. I, too in it because it doesn't um we do like you said we do have chef simulators some are good some not so much um but i think we're getting to that point where they're diving down into the more smaller segments very specific yeah well mm -hmm. snow runner dude i still people still think i was high as fuck when i did the <laughs> mud runner let's play because i just laughed because that was my childhood as a game was like riding three wheelers and four wheelers in the mud and it was the most intoxicating game i think i'd ever played because i was like oh my god they they figured it out and then snow runner came which is a little bit more tight on some things and each time we're getting cooler and cooler stuff man like it's, Very, yeah yeah it, it's, i mean cooking simulator is still really good though have you tried that and i've tried all the cooking simulators in pursuit of creating my own i'm retired or i've been fired game and oh, i find point. that a lot of the cooking simulators fall into this trap that most any game with crafting falls into the same trap you're not allowing the nature of the of the experience of finding ingredients translate to creating the product so like there's a lot of good crafting games out there but you spend it in me it's menu simulator not cooking right. simulator yeah so oh, it's yeah. like that's usually my issue with most of the cooking simulators where i'm putting together an excel sheet with the product rather than allowing it to breathe the way i would in the kitchen so we'll get there i would be surprised if someone's out there not already producing it andy but... just blew my mind with something too imagine adding ingredients to a bowl and watching the ingredients mix and like knowing when you had to stop i like, mean that's what i thought like stuff. cooking simulator has because there's like a timer and you put stuff in a, but it's in a bowl it, it, but the it. problem is is it's almost always stops at the point to where the actual work begins in a weird way it's like, mm -hmm. it, and I've definitely noticed that. I mean, some are getting better, but oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that the, would the, be cool. The, the nature of those ingredients, like a, a sweet potato off the top of my head has 15 to 25 different uses and simulation games, it has two, maybe three, mm, allowing gotcha. the, the, I guess you say the code to change based mm -hmm. off of the timing aspect. They go, yeah, like if, if X equals Y and then time now, uh, you know, changes mm -hmm. how the scope of said ingredient works, it lets you kind of open up a different path. Path, right like you can see the coding in my mind but that requires time that you just don't oh, yeah. have but someone will get there for sure yeah as we always say gamers know exactly what they find fun but it's hard to you can't make it you may yep. know what it is but then when you like sit down you're like ah, i have no clue we, which we will talk about is unreal in a little bit what do you guys in chat been playing i got a super chat here thank you for the super chats you guys know we don't do sponsors so they are pretty much how we make any money zach says i was just replying to johnny's video how good cyberpunk is when i notice that you guys are on oh well excellent we have a little bit of cross-contamination from johnny's channel don't hold us accountable for anything johnny does is all i'm saying i don't know yeah because we yeah. all hate cyberpunk so <laughs> that's true Laser i think uh, actually i may be the one that likes it most out of all of us you are. probably yeah and you i like still it had a lot all? a lot i like it. yeah <laughs> because like it i played it twice <laughs> But the thing you. is, no, I know you're teasing me, but the thing, what's funny about it is that uh, what I like about it is everything except the RPG elements, and it's an RPG game. So it's like, Into I like, we're gonna, I like we'll the world building in it, right? Let's break that down then when we talk about 
what, like, yeah, what's when going we on get with CDPR. To it. That's that's cool. Laser Cat, twenty dollars super chat. Sup, Laser? Thank you for being a part of the Discord as well. Happy Friday, amigos. Thank you for your class and sass. Also, I want to read a couple names here. I was not aware how much it matters to people. Last podcast, randomly, I read some names in the chat, and I got like eighty-five responses that people liked hearing their names. Well, TKD Gaming, we all know who that is. That's takedown. Who the fuck is that guy? Who's that loser? Spooner, cobble bobble, scream, bleed, die, rot. Some of these names are just going to be. What I'm going to. I'm going to think about them first before I read them because some people are going to try to mess me <laughs> up. Charles Broson, excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, Robert Paul Plappenbrock. Plappenbrock. Torin X99, all you guys, thank you very much for showing up. I'll read more of you guys, but I do appreciate it. I was not aware it mattered. I mean, I was aware, but I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. But I did see a lot of people respond that they liked. Somebody said we were talking about living in an alternate world in the last podcast when we had our question of the day. <laughs> and they said hearing their name on the podcast was surreal because oh, we wow. were. Yeah, we were. And I, I dawned on me as I did. I was like, I can absolutely see we were talking about like. Because they don't really have a connection with a creator unless we're bitching at him because they told us we were stupid on a review or yeah. something, you know. So, um, Wintier, another person from the Discord, reading reminds me of Romper Room and kids as they read your name through the mirror. I have no clue what that comment what? even means. <laughs> Is that sentence? Read. I think they're having a chat about VR simulator or not VR, but simulator games. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Um, moving on from there. So the Ascent came out on PS4, 5, all PlayStation titles? Yes, yes, it came out on consoles recently. If anybody mm -hmm. in the chat has been playing uh, Ascent on the PlayStation, could you please inform me how the performance is? Um, there were some issues with the Xbox, and so I'm just trying to see if, you know, maybe I need to I'd do an to update. Know too. Yeah, that game. Oh, man. Sick. It is. I was dude. day one. It was just the experience of that world and realizing, okay, did they finally get to that yeah, right. wet dream that I've always had about yeah. a title like this? And huh. then I think I was kicked out maybe four times. <clears throat> so many issues. And me and my buddies were just yeah. like, well, we can call it or we can try, we, we can push through. And then we made the decision to just go for another hour. And then all of us were booted off hard crashes. And I was like, okay. Oh, it's so frustrating yeah. for us. Yeah. Our quest logs disappeared. So we couldn't even like get mm. to the quest. And it was frustrating because they had yeah, or the chops. The city the was awesome. Direction. Yeah, yeah. The city, the setting and, and stuff was dope. Dude, when I, yeah. I and, and hats off to the guy, I did not know this person prior to using their program to do what I did in the walking the walk, but I used the unreal hacker that lets you like change the camera. So for the walking the walk, I did first person. There's so much going on in that game that has no, that is not represented in the game that I was blown away, like going yeah. underneath the world and looking and people are in dance clubs. I don't know if that's, I probably should have asked them, make sure I wasn't hitting an expansion that they had planned or something like where maybe some... I watched your walking the walk and, and they put detail like inside vehicles where you can't really normally exactly. see them. You can't see them, but there's but it's the... there. Right. And that's crazy. That's sort of what I, what I'm wondering. But anyway, I would love to know what you guys think of that um, performance on the PS. Like I would play that game in VR if they did like a, like a little VR version and just walk around that world. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I mean, if they did, did it like Cloudpunk in, uh, implemented a first-person mode or what? Yeah, they did. They did they? do that. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Seeing that world in first-person would be really cool. 
everything about VR is, um, even with the Quest, which I like, Quest front end, you know, my, you know, I'm sure Facebook is just like, thanks for the data, stupid. But their, their front end is so gore, easy to use and all that stuff. But there's still a couple issues with VR that just needs to be. It's just like FOV on the Quest, man. It's like you're looking through a toilet paper tube. You know, it's just, and I've done some mods. I don't know, Reg, did you do mods to your Quest too to try to no. like get it closer to your? No, okay. But you no, still do you I did. use? Who did? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Uh, I actually, so I own uh, short of the index because what the hell? Uh, <laughs> but I have every VR device Me in the too, last baby. five years. Yep. Like, love it to death. It's set up in the garage mostly. There is a few strong, solid mods for the Quest 2 that I've been really a, a big fan of. And the second Quest 2 that I have is kind of like a left alone. Mm. Oh, smart, if, smart move. Yeah, but with the glasses that I can't not use, it's been mm -hmm. really, really helpful. So if you have a lot of um, ocular like adjustments needed, you can just pretty much remove the front face of it and just go, hi, these are just now my new eyes on the Quest. It helps a ton, especially if you're doing anything that's like fully immersive, any drawing or 3D detailing, it's worth it. And you know, they're not going to nail you too hard on modifying it. So it's worth it if you have the time. So yeah, I had I had glasses on when I got VR, but then I just got LASIK surgery because it wouldn't work. Crops oh, you mean feels good. no matter what you what didn't work? VR adjustments? Yeah, on glasses. Yeah, so I went ahead and got some LASIK. Reg and I surgery, both so. bought the prescription glasses, I think, for one or two of our VRs. We just got yeah. gave up because, like, my wife's got, like, 2,500 visioners, you know is like always looking through soup, which is why we got married, obviously. And it's just like, you. I had to buy her these things. No lie, man, she put it on and she's like, this is what VR looks like. And that's when I realized how important it was. She she right. had played and enjoyed it, but I put those on, that system, and she put it on. And I'm, I got the Varjo, the pretty expensive sort of like, it's not even really consumer VR but it's super high detail. And even she was having an issue with that until we got those. It's just, it, it's a huge deal. The Quest has so many mods, it's great. Um, let's jump into actual discussion for a second though. The future of gaming is unreal. People may think that that's a, a double entendre or no, that wouldn't really be what it is. What would that be? Two meanings for one thing. It's not a double entendre, is it? Just a pun? No, or double entendre is uh, yeah, that's sexual, sexual, right? Sexual. Well, think sexual. about it. It may be, we may get there because we're talking about escort simulator. But seriously, if you guys know, you know that we're all huge into Unreal Engine. Um, last couple days, guys, the, people made Omega for ME3, for Mass Effect 3 in Unreal. And it, it's sort of just a, not a slideshow, but it's like a camera sort of affixed, but showing those locations. Uh, Unreal, the guy made the Superman. Unreal. So fast. So that <laughs> so, so that's fast. what we were gonna get to. Uh, Reg, all of us, well, Reg, me, and Abzi, like when that got announced, I was already using the beta, but then you know the full gets announced. It gets announced, and it was like two days later, Andy, where PC gamer, Twitter, everybody was like, this guy made this. This guy, th this person made this, this girl made this. And I was just like, oh my God, this is- The UI is so nice. It's what I've been hoping for for so many years is that a person can iterate those mm -hmm. ideas we all talk about in a podcast. You can be like, well, wait a minute. I could put, you know, like I'll put something together and just sort of, and then maybe that's where the future gamer is born is somebody who sees that it's not all this overhead, you know, where, where you get crunched down. Yeah. 
Um, well, I don't we've know. We've seen it coming for years. We have. Right? We, uh, yeah, we, we've seen it, it. Go back to Little Big Planet one, two, then Roblox. Then oh, Minecraft, good point. Then, right? Like mm-hmm. we, every mm-hmm. little step towards true creative experience. Then Dreams and the beta version came, came out. I'm looking at what folks did in Dreams. Take a look at that system. Now, if you're going to graduate from these UGC experiences and realize, Unreal's right there for you. Like you're one step away. Then yeah. We're just going to see it kind of, we're going to see an explosion. That's how I see it. And I I'm do so too. I do too. I'm so excited for that. Dude, I don't know about you, but all I've been doing was just make a house with a window, light source from the sun, and just fucking close the window and open it slowly over and over to see that global. <laughs> nice. Dude, not only that, write amazing. yourself a script so it does it for you. Then yeah. make yourself a chair so you can then watch it do it for you. Unreal. Uh, you know, been messing around with it for a while. And then, you know, the beta was really good. There was a lot of stuff. Of course, Nanite, all those kind of things were announced. And those are super exciting. But I'm even more exciting because, frankly, and I know that there's some people who are going to get mad, but I hate Unity. And I and it's because not only do most of the games I review have frame rate issues if they're Unity, I don't know why, but I just don't think they've taken the steps they need to. And so competition is so awesome. Crytek is another one where sometimes you're like, it doesn't feel like sometimes these guys are. Yeah, the optimization in Crytek is really. It's weird. not great sometimes. I think yeah. Hunt is Crytek though, right? Hunt Showdown. Hunt is Crytek, yeah. And that dude, the audio in that game. Yeah, it's pristine. It's my. I mean, the game revolves around audio, right? Yeah, it like, does. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's guys. It's the most exciting. As a creator, like I've felt. 2022 turned around when this happened, which is weird. And I'm not an unreal, just so everybody knows, like I don't work for him. But the reason why I talk about it so much is because I just want people to be able to, to do this little stuff in discord late at night where somebody, there's something that's so cool late at night, especially when people start talking about a game they want to make, or like, I wish a game had this, or I wish there was a module for this. And then you see a person say, Oh, well, I could go into Unreal and I can prototype this. And by the way, go to go to YouTube, type in 20 minute tutorial to make a beautiful level in YouTube. You're going to get 8000 videos of people making wow. games that look better than current titles. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so And you got to love the remakes that they do, the, the fan made remakes, yeah. man. Oh. The, fan, the, the, the little vertical okay, enough time. Make. Yeah. yeah. I, it makes me excited for the mod community as well. Just, yeah. just more tools. Cause if I True right that. now money, money on the table, anybody in chat, if I say, hi, my name is Andy and I want to add a style meter into X game and I will pay you for it. Thinking about what that could mean to personalize oh. your experience. Yep. And there's an ecosystem or marketplace to go it, call them bounties, whatever, and have those tailored custom experiences that don't impact multiplayer play. <sighs> Whoa, oh, yeah. like that's whoa, where whoa, I'm at, right? Whoa. A bounty oh, yeah. system for a mod? That's you mean almost like it's... Valve has the bounty system for reporting bugs, but you're saying like, <gasps> so if you want a customization, maybe have a bounty system where you can say, I want this mod for a game. Yep. I I have been trying to find a way to that's do that. That's a really that. good idea. I've been trying to do it ethically. It's not easy. It's not something you really not, want to yeah. do I mean, Creator people... Club showed that, right? Creator Club with Bethesda right. has, has run <laughs> yeah. into all kinds yeah. of things. Finding an ethical way to do it, but in my head, all I do is look at experiences, and since I'm like far deeper than most folks into the gaming industry, yeah. I, I, see the, I see the Matrix code, and I go, well, I know what's going to happen there, why this happened there, why this happened there, and I'm taken out of a lot of games. But having the ability to say, I would love to just put money up front and say, I'd love to have XYZ and have someone who's able to do it, 
Right. Yeah, I mean, dude, the, the, <laughs> you know? the modding, like, the modding community alone, like without without pay or anything, they go fucking nuts. They, they go, go crazy. nuts. They, GTA they just VR, want people bro, to play. and it worked. Yeah, it, it, like yeah. you My just God. sit. There I mean, going... no, like they, they make full ass games. They made like a Dark Souls sequel in the Dark Souls one game. They made like um you know all these Skyrim. There's they're still making um Fallout New Vegas remake in the Fallout Four engine. Like people just love. They want you know the modding community is just some of the most wholesome communities in gaming i think like they they, they just want to make stuff for people to enjoy what's up gaming addict by the way everybody if you get a chance check out his podcast the iron lords on sundays they do a, a phenomenal podcast he was on last week wasn't he didn't we or was that the week before that we had uh gaming yeah addict? it was it was last week oh okay uh miss bubbles is here thank you everybody for showing up i appreciate it um andy says the matrix demo isn't that impressive i got to agree in a way andy that's a good point People were asking me on Twitter. They're like, Chat hey. Andy, not this Andy. Not this Andy. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> and they were like, hey, you know, it didn't really wow me. And I have to, I actually, I was getting a lot of heat on Twitter because people were like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, it's, I don't know why, but that maybe it's because it was the Matrix again. I don't know if that's what it was. And I wanted to see something fresh, but that did not impress me near as much as what I'm seeing uh, modders do. It's just, it's... I think the city, when you could actually traverse it, was admittedly really impressive, at least for me. Or did you not find, you know, well, like Spider-Man burned me on a lot of games, bro. <laughs> yeah. Insomniac <laughs> cast spells that we don't know about. I don't know what people they're sacrificing, but continue. They have a hidden means. button in their what, editor Dude, they're like, hey, ray tracing 60 FPS, let's mod that in. Yeah. And you're just like, what the it, it, it's ridiculous. So you're saying the, the the gameplay experience of the Matrix wasn't impressive. How and 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 Johnny, you're saying that the open world experience. Did you get to mess around with the open experience? Did you get to try things, break things, or I no, did. not at all. Just the yeah. feeling of flying around because you could fly around in the demo, right? And then you see you see the buildings, and from afar they look incredible. And then you get you know you get close, and the lighting and stuff looked uh, to me amazing. And how the bit the I saw some were. footage of that, and I thought the NPCs out in the world, just like people walking, looked to uh, look pretty cool. Mm -hmm. They looked better mm -hmm. than. Uh, so I just saw a mod. Funny enough, a guy. Um, I I'm a. I'm, there's a couple of people I patron to, and one of them is the guy who does all the ray tracing, super super high resolution, uh, ray tracing stuff. He I think he did reshade at one time, and I'm sorry I can't remember his name. Uh, this that's just like me to spend money on something I have no clue what they're even called, but I. He does these occasional mods, and one is ultra high NPC mod uh, um, density in in Cyberpunk with all this stuff. And I gotta say that is the one difference between like that Matrix demo, Cyberpunk. The moment they put a bunch of NPCs in, it fell apart. It looked good graphically, but those guys, whatever's going on with that pathing in that game and the way the NPCs work in Cyberpunk is just a disaster. Where I did feel that. For whatever reason, the Matrix one looked a little better, but they didn't really do anything either. I mean, in, Ma in yeah. the Matrix demo, they just sort of walk, but still looks cool. It's just awesome, man. It's awesome. The flying one, if you like that, Johnny, go check the Superman one out. Oh, yeah, that one looked cool. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. a bit of that. That was dope. It's just a Superman it's... 64 remake. Let's get it. Uh, <laughs> I, I reviewed a game about six years ago that was a flying game called. Um, was made by an indie. I met him at GDC and ended up doing, oh, damn it. I can't remember the name of this game, but he was brought, I think PC Gamer even said that the flying reminded them of this, um, of this title. And I do think that the more they do, maybe not Superman, but a superhero game, 
Mm. Yep. You know, like I love DC Universe Online, but let's be honest, that thing was back in the day. Like back oh, yeah. when like Shade Carpet that was a cool thing to have. I love it. I still play it, but it's mm. raw, man. Like it's, <laughs> I mean, the animation, you're just like, dude, this thing's creaky. But the idea there was of, a time where City of Heroes and DCUO were at, on at the same time. Not only that, <laughs> but like they world. full voice acting, yeah. full voice acting yeah. in those games. So they had that and you were just like, wow. And now you look at them and you're like, wow. And by just the way, the idea of an MMO where you build your own superpowers. Exactly. Is and that's sick, what Unreal you know? might be able to do. Like the ability mm. to say, I, I don't know, man, there's a lot there that it just it, it's really. And I don't know what else they have in the future planned. Um, I bought some kit bash models messed around with like some cyberpunk stuff in there and uh yeah man it's just you know we talk about the big worlds in unreal we we talk about the big worlds open explore mm -hmm. i'm very keen on knowing the folks who can just i'm going to condense it all down to just one building but that one and make building, that one building interactive yeah building. right That'd like i cool, think there's yeah. there's a movie called uh, 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 uh it's a uh, quarantine or something where there's there's a there's a there's an outbreak i know time yeah and the person's an in, the, <laughs> in the attic or something like yeah, yeah right? I saw that like movie. just thinking yeah. about that where everything happens in one building like go back to the raid right where all right. That detail all this oh, and you have like to get nothing. to the bottom of the building and you start yeah, at the like top and it's a roguelike so it changes every time chunks sure, of detail all <laughs> in one is already piece, like right? let's go right now people <laughs> I, I right now people in chat are like well no here's the thing i didn't like this mm -hmm. movie and i know i'm wrong because obviously it was better i like the uh, sylvester stallone judge dread more i don't know why but judge dread the right. new movie was going up a tower but can imagine Irvin, yeah Imagine if they were like, there's a Judge Dread game that's like a roguelike do, where you're just you trying to get the to the top one? of a tower. The recent, the, the Sorry, Carl yeah. Urban one. There's Dread Carl and yeah. Sloan Dread, Judge Dread, and then Carl and Urban then Dread. is Dread. Yeah. Yeah. I never yeah. saw it actually because I still quote Judge Dread. Right. Uh, Dude, I'm a big Sloan fan anyway. He's cheap. That's yeah. over the top. He looks like him, you know, with his chin that looks like. He added seven children to it. Like the dude just looked <laughs> like Judge Dredd. What are we gonna say, Abby? No, I was just gonna say it takes place in a mega building. I think that's where they got the inspiration for Cyberpunk's mega buildings, right? Um, oh, cool, cool. Um, yeah. So it looks it looks kind of like that, where it's like a like a community within one building, like kind of like a yeah. like a yeah. compound, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, we're just we're looking. Oh, somebody else said Wreck was the original building. Yeah, Palpy, that is correct. It, it's the but original yeah, no, version. You of make 1D. a good you make a good point though because. We, we all we all talk about okay fucking massive worlds but like you can you can you can still have massive content like a lot of content but just like in one small area just like yeah. fucking packed which i think would be really cool yeah i is pt the remember the pt demo that came out mm -hmm. the, i'm not a big horror fan but it was all in one place wasn't it it's like one hallway right you just go around a, or hallway. a house i think it was a or a, i think it was an apartment if i remember right yeah two three yeah it was a, it was it was it was actually a home Oh, okay. with three layers to it so hallway one hallway two hallway three two doors were assigned but the amount of changes that occurred on your rotations like made it feel like it was multi-layered but Dude, yeah about three different locations the control you know with control adjusting the geometry imagine like you're in a just an apartment that continually adjusts around you like you could do some crazy stuff you know control yeah. i think also showed some stuff i'd like to see people mess around with someone made mm -hmm. the pt demo in vr that's gonna scare some people. Oh yeah, I'm not playing that. <laughs> um, but anyway, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is there so diving down is a good idea? I would also like to see people take on the Bethesda idea of more interactivity. But the Gamebryo engine in particular is just so rough that like so. 
a lot of people give shit to Bethesda, but technically, if you look at their games, they do have an interactivity level that is way higher than most, but it also yeah. falls apart. You have bread killing people in Village, you know, if you walk into, <laughs> and I've seen it happen. So, like, you get the physics mess. I would like to see, I I would like to see a village or a town or a, a yeah, or a house where they do a bunch of stuff. That would be cool. I also think we're going to see a lot of walking simulators, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they go towards Ethan Carter and not towards some of the other ones. But I, Yeah, I that was a good nice. one. What other what one? Is it? What uh, where there was um, what it, what what happened to Oh Edith Finch. Edith, Edith Finch. Finch. Yeah, that that took place in a large home. That is, and there true. was a ton of yeah. detail in one home and some pretty traumatic scenes. But I got to say that was pretty interesting the, the way they did that. So maybe those walking simulators that'll dabble here and there. And then there was that one horror one that everyone liked. Um, it was like one word, and it, you didn't like it, Kerry, but a lot of people did. No, like I already a, know what you're gonna say, and I don't want to say it out loud because I'm gonna have to hear from everybody. Soma. <laughs> Soma. Sorry. I don't know, man. I don't know what <laughs> happened with that game. I, the game there was is so one thing. Boring. That was the underwater one, though. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah. We now I think we just, you know, went on to horror games. And Abzi just wanted to call me out. No, no. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's talking about walking simulators. You, you were like, what well, yeah, others are there? But, that is uh, true. That is no, true. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't mind it. But, you know, you don't like, I mean, you know, Death Stranding is the best one. So. <sighs> I still haven't gotten over the idea of bread killing people because my mind spiraled into like a bread assault simulator. And, oh, dude. You know, <laughs> and so I want to play know, the cat. 30 oh, pieces oh. bread, right? I'm just saying it sounds like a really great battle royale. Uh, but... <laughs> oh, somebody said Layers of Fear. Did you guys play that? Layers yeah, of Fear layers 1 of was fear. good. Yeah. Pretty good. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. It, it just had like cheap, some cheap, you know, jump scares that I was like, all right. I'm... <laughs> Make Not red fat. Here's here's some here's what. Oh, Firewatch. Yeah. Thank you, sleeve. That was a really good. Um, Firewatch well, was cool. Firewatch was even though the ending, I was like, really, that's it, <laughs> which is rare <laughs> yeah, for same. me. I normally don't you. care, but I was like, huh? What? I thought it was X Files shit going on. Um, but Wild One says make red faction in UE five. That would be cool because be remarsh cool. Dot, 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 yes. Remarsh yes. is terrible. Yeah, yes. turd. Dude, that game. <laughs> so, so stupid. Oh, so stupid. and it was ugly. And it was like, mm. but in Unreal, imagine what you could do with that. You know, it's just, yeah. I, I don't know. If you guys get a chance, I'm telling you right now, um, go. Now's the time, man. Go ch like you know. Now's the time. Go ch go. Do you that. guys touched on the underwater stuff. I would love to see. Uh, Subnautica, but with kind of realistic graphics, because Subnautica is kind of cartoonish, cartoony. right? Is yeah. that fair? Yeah, yeah and I is. love the game, right? But dude, the tension in that game already with that level of graphics, imagine like a kind of photorealistic, very dark with, you know, the lighting made from different diffuse fuck, sources yeah. and you're going like, down, you're, oh, dude. That'd be scary as fuck. triggered a strong sense of thacilophobia. So to go oh, more yes. photorealistic, you might just invoke it in other individuals uh, at that oh, point. Dude. What's up, Zario? But you could even... Go ahead, hey, I was just saying hi. But you could even throw in some, maybe some, like, uh, either giant creatures, like, you know, like a giant squid or some shit like that, or, uh, like, uh, fantastical mythical creatures like a siren you know or like something like that as well if you wanted to throw in the mix i think a little bit more lovecrafting i think though that goes to what um like silver and i are always discussing which is that art makes the game for me versus anything so yeah. like 
I'm not 100% okay. sure I would want Subnautica to go realistic, to be honest. Because I okay. thought Subnautica, even though I didn't love it, because I played the, remember, we've talked about this, I played the early, early, early accent. It was like, it was It was not, rough. It was rough. And you played the, this is the, the polished. No Man's yeah, Sky yeah, yeah. versus then and now, yeah, basically, yeah. is what you did. And, uh, dude, I don't know, man. I sort of dig Subnautica's look. Like, I don't know why. Okay. I think that's a bit of the charm. You could yeah, do that's true. You no, could do I, I think so too, but I think you could create something awesome with like a photo reel. Like it the would Abyss, be different. The movie The Abyss, right. but in Unreal. Yeah, oh, yeah. where oh, it would shit. all be about the diffuse light sources mm -hmm. that you would have to From, utilize yeah, all yeah. this stuff. Yeah, it's just awesome. I mean, there so, is some pretty interesting stuff going down then down there with like sperm whales fighting giant squid. Yeah, exactly, so. dude. What if? Is that if you're just a sperm whale? What if it's Dark Souls of sperm whales? You're a sperm whale. Play Moby Dick. Play Moby Dick. What are we doing right now? <laughs> and then the squid comes. And got... I, I, I don't know. I'm just... We had a full discussion about squids Dude, for like Ramming whaling ships. Ramming Dude, whaling play... ships. Hunting people down. They become an enemy like the nemesis system in Lord of the Rings. Like you oh have God, your okay. actual... What's his name? Ahab. Who like keeps coming yeah, out yeah, to hunt man, you, and you're yeah. like, chop, chop, chop. you have to flip him with your tail or blow him. And like, he like loses a limb and he took oh, dude, it's like, yeah, you each time you he comes me back, before. it's like I thought I chopped his head off, and he comes back just a little bit of sewing right there, and you're like, dude, I don't know if that works. What are we gonna say, Abzi? No, I'm enjoying this. Please, oh. please go on. Sorry, that was a little off the rails. Yeah. But, uh, no, no, I want, I, I do want to play the stray cat one though. You reminded me, cat, uh, uh, the, the stray or stray, stray, yeah. It, uh, like you play as a oh. cat that's mm -hmm. it oh dude yeah, yeah i'm so yeah. you know if yeah. you start the pitch with that you play as a cat like i'm in no and superpower funding. is nothing you're literally <laughs> just a cat yeah 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 just johnny let's go. cats cats lick their butts to clean themselves though true don't think i don't Bro, think i want to play a game yeah but they look like this Okay, they oh, are you got cute. Your cat. You got your cat oh, right yeah, there. Yeah. That was awesome. I have the not prop, prepared for the that. perfect prop. <laughs> I prepared a little sub. Uh, yeah. I pre <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Bunny understood the assignment. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just it's cool, man. We're we're uh, all of this kind of stuff. People being able to do this, it's just exciting. And it it's like as a reviewer, I don't usually get depressed, but sometimes you know games they get delivered. I think Cyberpunk was really a hard hitting one for me. And then No yeah. Man's Sky was pretty hard-hitting for me, even though technically that's still delivered. It just didn't have near what they said. But you get all these hits. You get the occasional good game. And then Unreal's something different, man. It's And and, and again, Unity, any of these others that keep up with it, it's just something different. It's, it's excited me like no game has because I'm. it's the future again. I was a kid playing Elite with those wire-drawn graphics, and now I'm playing No Man's Sky, which is the game as a kid. I wanted, and now it's yeah. Possible. It has the Flash Gordon look that a lot of us kind of grew up. And imagine with these kids the now ships. looking at you know like uh an you know because there's great parts in Skyrim like the thirteen hundred steps or whatever it's called. I always get the number yeah. wrong, but the best part of that game is walking up the steps at the starting and getting your first. Except in VR, because fuck that in VR. <laughs> walking up the steps. Yeah, it can be a little rough. But uh, it's just cool because all these kids, like I have nephews super young and he, like he'll DM me and be all, is this possible? And be like, dude, it's very possible. And to see those, like to see that excitement, that's the kind of stuff that is going to make your next SimCity or is going to make your next, I don't, I don't know what it would be, but like the next blockbuster that doesn't have a name behind it, I guess is where I'm going. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
It, it, mm-hmm. You know, I don't mind the names and I love them. I'm never going to bitch if there's a Cyberpunk 2, in, unless it's bad. But it, uh, <laughs> it, it, that's what excites me, man. It, it ex- yeah. Deus Ex, somebody may look at that and say, hey, listen, nobody's making Deus Ex, what would that be, three now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody's making that, so I'm going to make my own version of Deus Ex, not call it Deus Ex. Like, it's, we're getting to the point to where that's possible. Ascent is, by the way, a very good example. Maybe we'll even get a, get a No One Lives Forever 3. Yeah. yeah, Ascent is like, what, made by like 20, 10 people or something? Um, yeah. Maybe less? Well, they, they had lots of outsourcing, right? They oh, did. They okay. did, and... Yeah, I checked into that before I did the review because I was like, this doesn't check out. And in one of the mm-hmm. interviews, they did say, yes, they're a 10-person team, but they did a shit ton of contracting. Okay. Because sometimes okay. you look at that and you're like, what was the one it, game it makes sense. that Silver yeah. or Reg, when you guys always bring up this game, it looks amazing, made by one guy in Unreal, I think. With the Shining um, Bright Memory or Bright Memory bright Zero. Bright Memory Reloaded. Uh, oh, no, no, not Reloaded. That is... But you guys know the memory. one I'm talking about? Yeah. Where yeah. that game... Bright Memory Infinite. Bright Memory Infinite. So there you go, yeah, man. And We're there. For example, Risk of Rain 2 that Abzi and I really like, that's like three dudes, the core team, but uh, they had like 200 people from Gearbox, helping oh, yeah. QA, all this stuff that goes into creating a game, right? So that it runs smoothly and it's... Oh, it, so it is Gearbox. Yeah, okay. So it is the same yeah, as Borderlands. It's, it's published in, yeah. by Gearbox. Yeah, because in Tiny Tina, I found Runald and Kiaro and I was like, wait, that's Risk of Rain. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, nice. I was not aware yeah. of any of that. Um, that game looked weird art wise, so I had a hard time. I, I remember yeah. Risk of Rain PAX 2018. No one. It was a it was a booth in the corner in the indie area, mm-hmm. all the way in the corner, and all it was was a mob of people all trying to get their hands on it. Oh, really? That's when, was like, that's when you know, did, right? What did we miss? And I'm sitting there just like. Okay, what the hell did I miss? Because I had missed Risk of Rain one. Right, and right. All, all it was was just watching that game continuously get its flowers. I will never forget that day of realizing a, what one game. Oh, can nice! Do. That's yeah. very cool. Insane. That's a cool story. I hope, if the developers ever see that, I hope they remember. It was just like, hi, <laughs> we can't control this area. And I remember the next day they pushed back the booth to accommodate everyone to come and try it out. It's that's one of the best roguelikes. Oh, uh, so cool. It's yeah, one of the best really roguelikes awesome. I've ever played. It's so. also yeah. known. One of the things I love is when somebody knows about a game that i mean it's almost like if michael jordan knows about another player of like a smaller like a maybe a high school player and you're sort of impressed by that i got to interview jordan wiseman um who's what does he do he's like he does cyberpunk now but he worked at microsoft for a while too wasn't he head of games at microsoft i think for a while but he's done a, a ton of stuff and i got to interview him he's the creator of BattleTech, and um he was mentioning Risk of Rain and a couple others, like behind the scenes. Like, oh my God, did you nice. see that? And there's something, there's it's weird. Like there's something when, or I got to meet, when I screamed at poor Adam, whatever his name is, he worked at Sony <laughs> as the PR guy. But when I got done with Vermintide and I got in the elevator and I met him and the first thing I said was, I didn't say hello, I didn't say anything. I'm like, dude, have you seen Vermintide? And he's like, who are you? <laughs> and I'm all, I don't know, but you got to check out Red's upstairs. And I gave him the directions. And I'm sure he was like, get him out of the fucking hotel. Never let him back in. Like, this guy is going to assault somebody. But it's so cool when people know those things, The you know, and, and sort of get excited about them behind the scenes. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I love having people on the podcast who play a lot of games. Because either they'll know Some early, of these obscure. Yeah, or you of, get a story like yeah. Andy's where I don't think I would have heard that story. Because like yeah, as a, sure. if I talk to other people who go to check, they may not have picked up on that. But Andy's there for events, 
it, Gilberto, who worked for Ubisoft, who helped us out for Division and a bunch of other, a, a bunch of other games, he got to sit there too and look at, and so they see this weird like I don't know how to describe it, but like an atmosphere building around something that maybe a, a person like myself yeah. wouldn't see if I go to the event. Mm. Very cool. Is there any? Is there? Do you? Andy, do you miss or are you unhappy about the PAXs and the and the um and the E3s being canceled? Do you like the genuinely, digital? Genuinely, genuinely unhappy. Oh, really? Because, okay, okay. okay I hear so this. you know, without disclosing too much information, mm -hmm. obviously, there's a there's a layer. There's like a I, I don't want to call it CD, but there's like an Illuminati level layer. No, see me is that good. You guys yeah. do not. You do not see what we see, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, here's the show, here's the other stuff. And there's a bunch of people with laptops and private conversations that I was, there's still stuff I saw years ago that still has not come out yet. Oh, wow. And it's just like, it's difficult because it's not just the relationships and the fun factor. It's an understanding that you are inspired by what you see. Yeah. There are ideas that never came to light. There are people coming out with their hat in their hands with genuinely good ideas that are discovered at those events that have nothing to do with fans. But the way content is distributed and the way we can have conversations is genuinely destroyed by the lack of those events however on the consumer side and understanding that this is hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars for these folks to come out yeah. and the dollar does not match what goes in you have to make adjustments so while i will miss packs in e3 the way they were before i do believe Events like GDC will probably have to continue because these conversations will never happen just online. Because the amount of people that email you daily saying, I have something cool to show you, it just gets filtered out. But to just be there with a cup of coffee or a beer in your hand and have a discussion about something, that's where those those conversations occurred, right? Like, mm, yeah. you know, go back to some of those developers who are, you know, 10, 10, I'm 10 years, you know, in the industry, there's people who are older than me. And if you remember the first story about how it happened, all of them start the same way. Elevator, yeah, coffee, yeah, it's proof. True. Yeah, the <laughs> right? bomb, I just heard it the, that way. And yeah. It's like a little, it's like a virus, unfortunately, but a little data <laughs> goes to one person. And what mm -hmm. I noticed with uh, 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 Roberto is we were doing something and he, he, he was telling me about something and somebody else said something and he heard it. And he was like, wait, what? And then I realized they were both talking about the same thing. And I was sort of on yeah. the side because he was just helping me with stuff. And I saw their genuine excitement, not that people aren't excited about many games that they push or prod or are involved with, but there was a genuine. And then John, John Romero was on an escalator and he passed us and he was talking to another developer who is, I believe he was gears, but not like the premier guy, but they were mm -hmm. just vibing. And I was like, mm, that's, yep. that's pretty like, there was something going on where it was like, <laughs> what about? And I was like, these are guys that are superstars versus like, we can say what about all we want. But if two guys are in a room, in fact, I'm reading, um, the it's like, who can actually make it. Yeah. Happen. I'm reading a 1200 yeah. page, like history of game development, um, book. I can't remember his name, but he does an interview with Sid Meier and how Sid Meier like made different games and some of the stuff. And a lot of what he talks about is actually like, oh, this, this person knew how to do this. So we talked to them. This person knew how to do this. So we talked, <laughs> and you're just like, that's pretty that's pretty sweet. I think also like being yeah. there in the environment and like in person talking to all these developers and seeing everything behind the scenes. It's just um, you get a completely different perspective than just, you know, um, seeing stuff and... online. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just like more more personal and, and more inspiring. What and... were we going to say, Silver? I, sorry, I just but, Silver had just to talk a, for a month. No, it's all good. Well, it's like um, book conventions and film festivals. Like there's a huge 
ecosystem of networking that goes on that you never see. Like you, you see like Cannes, for instance, the, the Cannes Film Festival in France is a huge part of this for the film industry where you have a movie, for instance, you've made with a small distributor, you don't have my distribution for it. So you show it at Cannes and then you get exposure for it at Cannes mm. and you're able to shop it around at Cannes and meet and talk to like main distributors there, like say Disney or Paramount or like right. whatever to get a, like a distribution deal in place for like the United States or whatever for that food, for that movie so that it can see wide release. And so you get all of this networking that goes on, on underneath the hood. Same thing with the Academy Awards as well, uh, where there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the set, behind the scenes, as uh, as Andy touched on, that, that we never get to see. And they're, they are enormously important. For and that with the lack of it, aspect. it is just lack. There isn't a replacement or yeah, a very because good you don't because Because, yeah, you don't run into the elevators if you're not in the same building. If you do, you guys you're in are the really good at having conversations in elevators, man. I'm awkward as fuck. I yelled at Phil Spencer in the middle of the fucking block that one time with uh, Cadiz beside awesome. me. And I'm like, Phil, you rock. And he looked at me like, what the yeah. am I doing with my <laughs> life? And I walked away. He remembered me later, but I was just like, yeah. that's that, awesome. those random. Phil's watched plenty of your content, though. Probably. I probably hated it. <laughs> but um, it, it, it is it is awesome when those guys we can be excited and as somebody who's worked in another industry completely unrelated to gaming there's a lot of like excitement you can lie to yourself about yeah like you can be like i'm excited are you oh yeah but they're not really but when you get people sometimes not even talking about their games like when we did see vermintide they were talking about another game that i don't believe ever came out but they were excited and then, mm. and then, like Andy has moved around a lot. Um, Vermintide. I know Victor, who was on. He's been on a bunch of times, but he was on a couple weeks ago. He's still there. But Leem went to Raw Fury, and then oh, nice. and Raw Fury, like Mar Dave, David Martinez and I, like I love that love guy. David to death. Dude. David is such. He's such a like an influential person, and people just do not give him his flowers. They like, don't. It, it, it's just like you don't know how much he does. You he have no pushed, idea. He, he does <laughs> like, the grind. Like I yeah. remember <laughs> one of the coolest stories he told me is he was like, um, prior to a podcast, he's like, I was in Brazil in the middle of nowhere, and somebody said I saw you on the ACG podcast, and he was like, dude, you have a fan somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and <laughs> I was like, well, they're a fan of you because they remembered you, and he's like, well, that's true too. You know, he's got that little snide, like he's always got the little, I don't know his attitude, but it's a, like a little sarcastic, but it's like genuinely uh, super high game, super, super heavy um, excitement for games. And we got to deal with it. I think Kathy Rain was the first one. And that dude gave me no end of shit because I was Jeez. too busy talking to him to play the game. So my partner <laughs> played the game. And he's like, yeah, Carrick doesn't need to play the game. He's just going to give it a, a buy. And I'm like, no, I just want to talk to you because he's magnetic. Like, yeah, I he, have a question for you guys. He is magnetic. I love talking to that guy. Go ahead. I have a question for you guys. So when you go to these events and like meet these developers or get chosen to see something like a game behind the scenes, does it ever influence you or, or give you like a certain bias when playing that game? Like you see it in like a different light than, than playing it without it's meeting way those too long people behind me. it? I see it so, if I do go to an event, it's like two years. I mean, like, it was a long time before. And, dude, the version of uh, the game I like that no one else likes, uh, Homefront Revolution 2, the version I played at E3 is not the game that came out. 
remember that had that weird but like what about meeting the developers and like connecting with them or or, or anything like no because remember the vermintide guys the first words out of my mouth was your last game sucked balls because it was okay. that uh, <laughs> dead, dead island okay. dead island uh what was it called dead it was like escape from dead island that game was balls and victor loved it a good developer and he knew i had a smile on my face we were joking victor knew that that was the way that was going to go forward. Like it was just going to be, it was going to be like, here's some ideas. It's all jokey, but no, man, it's awesome. I don't know about Andy though. Maybe does that grind, like, does that grind you down? Andy? So there's a, there's a double, double answer here, but I'll make it brief. The understanding that knowing how the sausage is made does take away a lot from the game. And I have been very cautious in speaking to developers behind my favorite games or even working for those companies because I want to hang on to that game so badly that I will not go behind the scenes. Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry is the best game in the world. But (laughs) I'm such a fan that I will actively avoid knowing anything about it. I I beg to not be on APR cycles. I don't want to know anything about it. Don't want to see anything because that is, that's home for me. Mm, So when I get the chance to work with like other developers on games that I will, I'll just be like, can I just, can I avoid working on this one? Because that will actually take away from the experience. And I just don't want to see that again. And I learned that very early in my career. And if I can avoid it, I absolutely. Do you remember a a title where that did happen? Uh, Yes. Oh, go ahead. Several. If you, can you say uh, a title that that happened? If you don't I can, want yeah, to, I can, I can go back far enough in the portfolio. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Plumb back yeah, to where those uh, people have left. <laughs> Tales from the Borderlands was one I worked with Telltale back oh, in the gotcha. day. That's right. one I wish I hadn't because that was just, I loved it. I absolutely loved Tales from the Borderlands. Another was Halo Wars uh because it's like really wish i didn't work on that one uh (laughs) because i personally loved halo wars love rts's we don't have enough of them certainly don't have them in vr but uh you know remember when everything like was an rts back in the day like there were so many rts a lot of cycles we've gone through a lot of yeah. first person when they first started doing that medal of honor i still remember people battle royales like, <laughs> battle, remember yeah. tom clancy's end war where you oh. uh command the battlefield Dude. with your voice oh, you're talking to somebody who has game. every voice command software in the world right now i'm such <laughs> a big believer in that and that was one of the first games that game that was got fun me. dude yeah. Mm, uh, yeah. mass effect mm-hmm. had it did it not couldn't you also tell mass effect the people in Mass Effect with the connect like, with the connect. the connect yes yeah with the connect move up and- move up go attack here come come follow me yeah that's pretty cool so good man yeah. uh sleeve says i freaked out when i met ken levine at egx which one's egx electro gaming and the euro gamer expo oh okay euro gamer expo right. yeah um, ken levine would would probably be a blast to me dude people always give I don't. I I hate hearing that. What's the term? The um, artiste? No, that there's another term for it. The people use it negatively. Auteur. Auteur. I hate. I hate that term because it's it's now it's loaded. Like the moment you say it, somebody pinky up. Um, he yeah. is though, and in a bad and good way. You know, he's. You know, they do have their issues. Infinite. You know, got re- remade what half a dozen times. But man, do I like his stuff. <laughs> like we talked i talked to him about coming on the podcast and i was and he was like what kind of podcast and i could tell he was nervous it's like what kind of podcast are you doing i'm like it's not like that some trepidation yeah we're not there's <laughs> nothing we're, we're you know it, it'll be more about lessons learned versus slamming on so that just makes no sense but yeah. you can tell he was a little burned by it seeing him at abzi if you get a chance check out G, the gdc youtube best youtube okay. 
on the, in the world, by the way. Mm-hmm. But they always upload their stuff from GDC. And he did uh, he did one just talking about a future idea he had for AI. And I was and it wasn't AI um, in the tech term. It was in a game like what he mm-hmm. was slightly thinking about. And it was just like, wow, he's there's yeah. a there's a level there that's above. Yeah, people are thinking in different levels about this shit. Yeah, like yeah. I, I do I do think though at times you know you do have to have a little, like Kojima turned out well for Death Stranding I don't like it but I know most people do so I'm wrong but we thought he was remember when when that when they were saying no director we were like or nobody over the top of him we were like this game is gonna suck because we had because I think a lot of us thought he needed somebody you know like someone over the to top rein of him. him in, in. Yeah. yeah even yeah, though I, him saying yeah. director's cut of a game he always said was the his director's idea was really weird for Death Stranding, but Dude, it I, I, uh, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I watched someone play it recently and the amount of time, the amount of times his name pops up on screen in the beginning oh, of yeah. the game is crazy, yeah. dude. Oh, dude. Like, he puts I mean, his name everywhere. He's the Edward Norton of video game. I mean, not only that, people but, might not but the pick collectibles, up on that joke, but he the collectibles in that game are literally like, here's a list of my favorite like, songs. <laughs> list of my favorite movies. Oh, I love that. Here's my favorite energy drink. That's so yeah. great. Edward Norton did that on a, a roast. That It was another person's roast, and Edward Norton came up and talked about himself the entire time. And so oh. the, the other, no lie, you can see this because he's known to be like center of the world. And so then other jokers came up and teased him versus the roaster. The roaster got away pretty easily because people were so like surprised. But Kojima's sort of that way, it, except Looks he's like nicer. He was roasting obviously. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Oh, I was he? Yeah. But, I need to uh, see that immediately. Kojima, Bruce, damn, and yeah, Sleeve knew that too. Um, it it is cool to see these. Um, I don't want to use Artur, but uh, you know, whatever these people who are like a step. Uh, beyond in their imagination being able to do stuff but it's going to be more interesting to see some dude in a discord chat and what they make like i can't mm-hmm. i'm i can't wait we'll move on from that though let's discuss free games reg let's discuss All what right. you can get without paying anything that isn't piracy well that that's a short list why dino you can uh, leave the chat anyway continue yeah, he, he knows the joke exactly. go ahead <laughs> well is it a joke though uh okay so free games free for everyone epic game store uh insurmountable and xcom 2 wait does it include war of the chosen i don't think so it's just xcom 2 disaster (laughs) (laughs) dude war of the chosen is xcom 2 for us go ahead it's xcom 2 yeah right so that's it with the totally free games on the subscription stuff pc game pass has lost in random and uh, Life is Strange True Colors. And Xbox Games with Gold has Hue and MX versus ATV Alive. And that's the end of the list. I'm sorry, what? The full list? Yep. Ooh, lean. I'm, man, lean. Yep. That's crazy. Also, by the way, Craig, you you missed a super chat earlier if you want me to. I copied it. It's from production, right? It's yeah, just yeah. what he was talking about isn't what we were talking about. And it's it's hard. I just don't want to break our right. Okay. Know, our very tenuous connection to a focus <laughs> already was going to shit. True. Um, True. So those are the free games. And that includes like Ubisoft. Or, well, yeah, that includes everybody. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, I guess. Well, there is a free weekend for I know 1800 as well on Ubisoft. Which you are weekend. a fan of, right? Yes. You said that's so. your 
favorite Anno? I, I don't know what, when and if they will like ever create a new one because they are now on season pass four. So the fourth DLC year for the game. As somebody in the industry, Andy, do you? I mean, I'm sure you do, but you take advantage of like the game passes and the free games, right? Or Absolutely. Do, is yeah, there? I mean, I, sorry, I didn't want to sound weird when I asked that, but I just felt like maybe I don't know. Like I don't know if like it feels weird to get a free game or I don't know. So I just wanted no, to ask it. Uh, we we have libraries similar to anybody else, probably unfulfilled backlogs that are getting more disgusting by the day. Yeah, but <laughs> I would say, I guess most folks who work in the industry, mostly game designers, especially people who work in different areas, it's important to dabble in as many places as you can to just know what's going on, right? What's what's out there? What's interesting? And when you look at the free systems that are available across the different platforms and all the games that are coming to the subscription platforms plus and pass, it's just important to just have options because at the end of the day, we get the chance to play less games than anybody else we're working with. Right. So yeah. I have a lot of I have a lot of empathy for the folks who have to keep going through games who don't have the ability to stop and just shop around because you got to go to the next thing. I've asked you about that before. I'm like, hi. I, I know what's on your plate right now. Did you sleep? Uh, you know, like I just, I don't know how you do it. So mm -hmm. when we have those critical few hours, just having all the options, it makes a big difference, right? So it's either, A, you suckle down into your one game and your one system with your friends. Like a lot of uh, people in the industry play Destiny and uh, yeah, Rainbow Six true. and other players together. Yeah. But, you know, folks like myself who go, I need to know what's out there on the daily and just know what I'm missing out on. It's important. Like I, every Friday night, I just download as much as I can and just go through it. Like Tunic, I only just tried the other day. And okay. I, I was like, this is really different. I need to give this more attention. So it stays in the ID to play you category versus some other games where I go, um, I know how this is going to end. Move on. Yeah, that's it. True. Um, speaking of sort of smaller games, Silver, do you want to do the indie game? Because I want to I want to talk about this. Sure. So indie game uh, of the week is. Yeah, well, it's uh, another indie game of the week. It's another 2D uh, point-and-click adventure game. Um, this time around, it is Chinatown Detective Agency, uh, which is uh, set in Singapore, uh, casts you in the role of uh, a startup, a le the, le the leader of a startup private detective agency in uh, Singapore in the year 2036 in sort of a cyberpunk environment. Oh, nice. Um, it is uh, pixel art, so... Uh, quite decent looking pixel art it looks pretty good i think um uh yeah it's um it it's a bit of an homage i think to uh where in the world is carmen san diego yes. uh That's like why the I'm old games yeah. um where basically probably the most unique hook about the game is that it um it makes you do your own research at, and by that i mean it basically um links you it. straight into your internet browser to google so oh, that you have to google cool. stuff yeah. yourself Ooh. oh shit! you have to research the stuff yourself so it does sort of require you to have an internet connection to play it uh reliably uh there is sort of a backup system where you can buy hints um through like a librarian um in the game uh for your cases um uh, it's it's interesting uh it has some systems some of them are fun some of them just feel sort of perfunctory or just sort of tacked on for the sake of like uh adding more content mm -hmm. um like they don't really feel natural to to the game some of the mini games um 
There's also like the save system is not great. Um, you can only save in between every single case and the case will run you like 20 minutes or so, maybe more. So uh, that's not really great. Like for instance, you have to go through all of the tutorial without being able to save. Um, or like near. <laughs> yeah, and, and when you then couple that with the fact that there are a lot of bugs in the game, um, you run into trouble because you might be like yeah. 15 minutes into your case or whatever and then you have to have to reload it because uh there's a scripting error or oh. some something else breaks uh that's not great um like i had like the funniest bug i had was um one of the guys i hired for the detective agency like his animations broke and i saw other people who had this bug too so he basically started if you remember the bug from skyrim with the dragons flying backwards so he started <laughs> yeah. moonwalking instead yeah like instead of like walking around the area normally and stuff, um, like his animations wouldn't play right. Um, voice acting, I found very, very uneven. Um, I thought uh, the main character stunned fairly well, uh, but most of the others really, really sound like they're just delivering their dialogue reading from a script. Um, it sounds, yeah, it sounds very delivered. Uh, is, is the best way I can put it. It sounds artificial. It doesn't feel nat like natural dialogue. Uh, it doesn't have a proper flow to it. Mm -hmm. um, there also, not everything is uh, dialogue or not everything is voiced. There is also still a lot of text that you're going to have to read through uh, and go through. Um, but the cases themselves are interesting. Um, they're like the writing, I think, is pretty decent. I don't think it's. I mean, it's not to the level of, say, Norco, but it is to the level of um, of being sat satisfactory, I think, and and good enough for the genre. Um, depends on what you're looking for, I guess. But but I found it okay. You uh, said 20 minutes to 30 minutes per mission. How many missions are in there? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't finished it. Okay. But I think I think it'll run. I mean, I've heard from some players that it'll run like seven hours total. It's not a bad time. Potentially. No. no, how much is yeah. this, by the way? Uh, it 19. is available on Game Pass and oh, um, right, on storefronts. It is. Uh, let me just check. I think it's 25. like fifteen or nineteen. No, twenty-five. Yeah. Twenty-five. Do you recommend it, despite the technical issues? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Tentatively. Um. I mean. Just be well prepared, like, right? Yeah, be prepared for the technical issues. I mean, it, the game is interesting. It does a lot of interesting things that I think people should take a look at um, and, ex and try to try to explore. It has some interesting ideas. Uh, the Singapore setting, I think, works really, really well. You'll also globetrot a, a lot around um, around um, the world to different destinations around the world as well. Uh, there is an economic system in the game in that you're basically financing yourself and you have to pay for like transportation and stuff. And but... hints, you said, or help. Yeah, and yeah, and you can buy hints and stuff That's as well. That's sort of but, cool. I sort of like that. It, it it is, except it doesn't serve any purpose, be, really, because you you earn so much money that it becomes oh. completely pointless. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so you could buy all the hints if you wanted, like just go buy, 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 buy. Yeah, yeah, hint. pretty pretty much, uh, without many without many repercussions. Like like so the economy is sort of pointless to that to that effect. Um, like you you'll really have to go out of your way to sort of break the bank in terms of just traveling around the world, which is also funny because, I mean, you get the same flat rate where for, for transportation, regardless of whether you're like traveling with like two hours notice or 10 days notice or, 
or in or Europe wherever. versus the United like States. You, yeah, you'll just you'll just get like the the flat five hundred and fifty dollar right. rate or or however much it was. Well, I mean, it's free on Game Pass, which is good. Not free, whatever you want to call it. It's... Yeah, I mean, on Game Pass, I, on, <laughs> I on Game Pass, it's a definite recommendation. I think okay. uh, it's it's more tentative with with the twenty five bucks because of all the technical issues with the game at the moment. But yeah, they are, I mean, they are, then. they have said they're committed to to fixing it. So, so if it wasn't for the technical yes. issues, then it's a recommend from you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would recommend it aside from the technical issues. Yeah. What were you going to say, Andy? You were also saying I was something. saying call it risk-free. Uh, I know we say free is one word, so I just, I just use it, call it risk-free. So yeah. I'll download it, and if you don't like it, walk away. It's, uh, we were talking about you, you having the Ascent issue. It's sad, though, when you come in with it, because I'm really excited for this game. I like, I'm just a, a freak for, I love the idea of also exploring outside the, like, um, Secret World did that, the MMO, where you could open a browser and you had to do stuff outside in the real world in the MMO. I just love that stuff. Or like, but, welcome to the game. Welcome to the game. But the problem yeah. is, man, you carry all this excitement in. And if a game's got a couple technical, you know, and I know I get a lot of heat for being like, why did you say it was wait for sale? I'm like, dude, it crashed, man. Like multiple There's... times. Like at some point, you have to be like, this is not, it needs a patch or two, you know. You can call it what you want. You can call it wait for a patch if you want, though one patch won't fix all issues. You, but you you do sad. also kind of run into a bit of a problem with the Google thing because you do kind of get um spoiled by Google. Because you'll, oh, because you'll be of told the data it'll give back to you on a search. Right. Yeah. Because you'll <laughs> like you'll um <laughs> I never like it'll, tell, it, it'll tell you to like uh Google something specific and then you'll to like type you'll Google that and then Google will know, oh you're you're searching from Chinatown Detective Agency. Here's a guy for Chinatown Detective Agency. <laughs> Here are the results of your investigation. Yeah, here's a yeah exactly. Here's how to solve the case. Which yeah. tells you yeah, who yeah. killed who. And you're just yeah. like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I do want to uh, read this person's uh, super chat. Uh, produce the gains. 199. What's a piece of tech that everybody is hyped for? A piece of tech. Well, I'll say the Steam Deck. I'm still waiting for mine, but uh, I'm I'm excited to check it out. Are you? Yeah. That's not. I didn't mean that to sound. Are you? It, it sounded a <laughs> little. <laughs> sounded are, you, are you sure? Are, are you sure about that? <laughs> I, I guess I didn't know for some reason that you had bought it, so that's why I was. Well, so. I'm on the like waiting list, waiting right? List. I, I did because yeah. I signed up like one month after Reg did. So just imagine how much longer it will take me to to get it. It's gonna take I'm a very long time. Annoyed that I don't have mine because I was I, I had special privilege first, and I still don't have mine. And wow! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody else? Any tech that you're that you're? I mean, I'm so hoping to maybe get a PlayStation Five. Yeah. Oh, you want to get a, play, a PlayStation Five? Yeah, I, I would. Hope I want to upgrade point. my GPU at some point. I want a 40 series. Why? I have a 2080 still. Dude, they're gonna. It's gonna suck the energy from your house. Those things. <laughs> it's gonna make mods. everything hot. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Have you ever when you render in your in your room? Yes. And you're just like, oh, this is horrible. Uh, and then, so Reg, you said Steam Deck, but you're also not. You got it. So now nothing's replaced. Yeah, exactly. That. That's why I was like, mm, well, I mean, right now nothing. Um, aside from the NDA stuff, I 
I'm going to say a piece of tech that is not exactly gaming related, but it's the first steps that a lot of companies took, but didn't go anywhere with it. Whatever the world of HoloLens will be, but not applied to games, but applied to daily life, work, Mm -hmm. engineers, whatever AR was meant to uh, invoke five years ago, and then it kind of fell off. I'd love to see what that's going to become. Yes. Because you're building a PC. Everyone's here has built being able to say what do i do have a display on and have someone walk you through the entire piece yeah rich yeah plug here do (laughs) xyz that's the rich tech that i just don't know where the excitement for that had gone but i'd love to see that make a return to form but again not applied to gaming just apply to general work tech or just agree. That's tech. Yeah. until I mean, you that's see good. ads everywhere <laughs> you know like, oh, yeah, oh, screw the ads, but yeah. Um, <laughs> you know uh dominique da vinci five dollar escort simulator so great because of its unparalleled discovery i know that joke <laughs> great show wow. andy is awesome uh yeah yeah it uh for me tech um i am working I'm working with the company, so I like it's not necessarily NDA. I'll just say as a general what I'm interested in and I'm sort of working on some stuff um, is and I've shown it in the discord, but AI um, voice or text to speech is probably the number one thing that I'm interested in. I've talked to some mod makers who are looking at like taking old games that don't have any text, you know, putting or don't have any voice putting voices in. uh, emotions are starting to get to the point where it's just stupid. I was showing Abzi a couple that I was working on that were they're 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 nuts. N- they're they're nuts. And I got to see that tech about two and a half years ago, where a company who I don't think they're even involved anymore. You could ask it questions and it would answer back. Now we've seen the VR. There's that one VR website where the guy made the um un- I think it was an Unreal, but he made just a, a a block and then he sends the text online translate. So there's a delay. But it's he's got conversations that are completely, you know, not not natural, but they're they're completely done within the system with no typing. There's some stuff going on there uh, for accessibility as well, because I think the big thing for me is I hear a lot of people bitch about something that I can't see why game uh, companies don't fix. But they'll be like, man, 4K HUD. I can't see shit on this game because the text is this big Um, or you have people with bad eyesight. You have people with uh, who want to play particular games. Accessibility is huge to me because I do have friends who don't have the full ability to, let's say, use both hands. And so the accessibility controller from Microsoft was awesome. Like beyond parallel. Like yeah. that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. And it needs to not stop there. There's voice now. There's eye tracking. People are talking about foveted rendering for VR. And I could be honest, man, I've tested that and you do get a performance bump, but it's very small. You know what I want? I want like choices in RPGs, um, looking around a, 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 a let, point and click without the fucking cursor going. You know, there's things you could do with like eye tracking that are so. I have a toe. I think, I think Reg also has a Toby, don't you? No. We both have Tobies, and I've done some stuff um, with that. I think AI and all these things. I guess I just say accessibility because that's sort of what it comes down to. Um, yeah. Right. I'm. I cannot wait because I do have friends who are like, oh, I can't play that game, and I'll. Yeah. They don't look like they can't, and I'll be like, Well, why? And then they'll tell me, Oh, we have somebody in our Discord who's completely deaf, which I didn't know. Like I had no clue. So I've been talking about like accessibility controllers, and I'm like, Dude, I'm completely deaf. So if a game 
is using yeah. audio cues, which I talk about in the reviews. I'm like, this is good 3D channel, you know, the and they're like, dude, it, that doesn't work for me. And I'm like, but if, yeah, what yeah. if an audio system read like 13 did with David Duchovny, the old comic book game, where if a gunshot went off in that game, it said, I think it just say bang, like a comic book mm -hmm. does. Right. Imagine a gamer being able to just say, I can't hear, I want that. And now they're playing games that are quite literally impossible for them to to play or very difficult. Yeah, it's like I, I remember reading like an article written by like a, a blind gamer where they wrote about the need of to have to actually have sound cues, like the inverse. Yeah, right? so the inverse. Where, yeah, where, right. where, where fre frequently you have in games where, for instance, you, you run up against the wall and collide with the wall and you just keep running up against the wall and there's no like audio feedback that you've hit the wall. So like for a blind person, he has no idea that he's actually running up against the wall unless he gets like an audio feedback that boom, there, there's uh, a wall there. Didn't that one Steve. game, um, They Live? No, Last of Us 2. I had a lot of good accessibility. I believe yeah, yeah, Last yeah. of Us yeah. 2 could be played dead or blind, right? Yeah. Yes. Steve what, Saylor had yeah, done. I had little pretty... tones. Yeah. What were yeah. you saying, Andy? St oh, sorry, Steve Saylor is likely the one who's done a lot of that work in the accessibility space. Oh, speaking good. about okay. what's good, what's bad. I'd love to see much more from those individuals to mm -hmm. just not to call a developer out, but sometimes you just need feedback because it's tunnel vision and a, oh, for sure. a, a developer doesn't understand why it's important. Sometimes that retrospective, hey, here's what would have been nice probably saves them a lot of grief mm -hmm. but they'd spoken about those accessibilities and you were right silver and uh and Abbey. it was just like last of us did some incredible work a lot of other games did not and it's a shame because you know maybe going back to that modding system just a little bit of work you know can oh, go oh yeah way dude individual, right didn't like, even think about that it's, it's, remember it's, when it's, colorblind wasn't a thing in games they would never have a colorblind option yeah and yeah. now they've got mm -hmm. destiny's got like 89 <laughs> options or so names What's i've never heard of Let's go I mean, back to just it's... something simple as I can't invert my controls. Yeah. Remember that crap? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? right. Like, yeah. you see how insane it sounds? Like, what do you mean I can't invert my controls? What do you mean I can't change my buttons? Right. It, yeah. It, when you look at the very nature of like, I need to use different buttons, I have a different controller, or I don't, I don't play this way. Ignoring that kind of feature for a player today sounds insane. Yeah. So then when you apply that exact same thinking to people who are also playing games, yeah, it does make a difference. I mean, hey, you it's can turn off difference. motion blur now and, 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 and console games instant off so. every single <laughs> i mean it's yes. <laughs> god damn it's, it, it's it's also just important to point out that it's not uh an issue that's isolated to, to gaming but it it's sort of indicative of society in, of an issue in society in general that we tend to be very very able biased because we often don't think about that accessibility issue when we when you have like a panel of architects who are all able-bodied and make like a three-story library and then forget to put in the elevator. Well, uh, we have yeah. laws here that like- So that, uh, so that people, so, so wheelchair-bound people can't access the, the upper two upper floors. Um, like that, that's just, that that is like Andy says, just a product of tunnel vision because that, that perspective doesn't come up in that circle. Yeah. I It'll mean, be, dude, oh, it's, I'm sorry. I was just gonna give an example. I'm a little colorblind. And when I played The Witcher 3 and you were doing the friggin' investigations and you have to use the senses right and they shine oh. red and sometimes the area is brown because it's like dirt mm -hmm. and some of those tones i confuse with some browns with with reds and i was like dude i i cannot see the footsteps because they want you to see the red oh, yeah. shining footsteps 
and I was like, I can't see, I can't beat this. And I actually sometimes needed to look up a video of someone like, oh, here they are. And then I would see them. But I'll have Joshua back on uh, Borderlands sound guys because they came on Ghostbusters, Borderlands, a couple other, the two dudes that came on the podcast. Because I know that we talk all the time about like the audio that you can hear, the stuff that people who don't have these issues can hear. But they've had a couple things in their games, not a ton, but a couple things. I'll have to talk to them and see what they've got planned. Anybody have anything to add to that? Well, I have talked in the past about some of the games I've played and enjoyed that are very experimental in that way, uh, where oh. the, the one the one uh, audio-only game, yeah. for example, that uh, that was made for well blind people, uh, and that is that was very well done and sadly very much overlooked. Forgot the name, <laughs> otherwise I would name <laughs> Reg. No. You there did you just you did just see that that uh, there's another game PVP. I followed your wish list yesterday uh, for the game by Konami. That's like audio spy game, spy versus spy. It's too, it got released yesterday, April fourteenth. Um, okay. And it's also got some audio cues in it. You've done you're a lot into audio now that I think about it though, because you and uh, you and Takedown also played the walkie talkie game we talked about. True. Where like yeah. if you're farther away, escape the room game, escape yeah. the room games. Yeah, all these things are, dude. A company or some some audio, like audio dramas where you uh, tune into your radio stations and try to puzzle out the clues, etc. Yeah. There's some cool audio games, dude. I yeah, this is all, and I had not thought about my mind sort of exploded about the bounty thing for mods, but dude, I don't know if this should be paid for. It should probably be in the game, but older games. That's awesome. The ability to say, hey, man, I want to play this older game. Can you make a mod for it? Like, that allows me to play it. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's sort of coming. The Whale. Open. That was the name. The what? The Whale. Shadow of the Crown. That was your fully uh, audio one, right? That's completely audio. Like, you can just sit there, play the game with your eyes closed, and play through the whole game. And it, it had, like, directional audio. Uh, you can... Uh, there, there's fights in the game where you can block and react to the enemies because well yeah the 3d audio yes, just that's works. awesome that's like that's so that's that's sort of beyond like to me that's instead of making it just for some people that adds to people who play and make normal games like if i was making a normal shooter and i saw that game that would give me ideas to yeah. what to do in a normal right. shooter where yeah. i'd be like whoa you could do some crazy stuff there um i do want to yeah. get to uh abzi's updates of games though Let's oh, yeah, jump sure. to this. Um, okay, first one we got here is No Man's Sky had a really, really big update yet again. Yet again. Yeah. Uh, added a new class of starship called the Solar Sail Ship. And there's a bunch of stuff there about that ship. Um, and they added a new like outlaw system in the game. So basically, you're going to be able to meet pirates, meet outlaws, and um, you can do missions for them. There's a whole new series of narrative missions for outlaw systems. Um, I, I don't think you can get there the normal way, how you get to stations, because they're like, you know, behind the scenes kind of outlaws. They don't want to be seen. So you kind of have to explore and find them. Mm. Um, you can get like illegal goods and, you know, um, uh, procedurally generated piracy missions. So a lot of, you know, radiant quests like that. You, they have unique space stations and you can earn four. Oh, do they? Passports. Sorry. I just got to point no. that out. They do have unique space stations. Unique space stations, yeah. They're not like the other normal yeah. space stations. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, and oh, and you can earn forged passports. And I don't know what that's for. You can just earn 
uh, a forged passport for for something. Um, there's also a new expedition coming. Uh, they did a lot of balancing or, uh, around uh, space combat. So there's, you know, ships are more balanced now. Um, you can now recruit NPC ships and have your own personal squadron of NPCs. What? Which is fucking cool. Uh, Everyone, and- man, sky. It's just doing <laughs> everything. Everything. Anyway, sorry, yeah. continue. This and improved visual effects and a bunch of optimization bug fixes. So okay. yet another update for that game, which is pretty cool. Uh, Weird West had a new update, patch 1.08, which is uh, good. <laughs> uh, the horse stops moving while you access their so- saddlebags. <laughs> what? Is, uh, it was mo- yeah. it, for some people. It moved. Like for when some they people, tr- it was moving away. <laughs> and, yeah. It's like, don't touch me! Don't touch me! You're weird. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's good. Um, you can now access companions and horse inventory from the shop UI, and when you sell junk, it sells it from all the inventories. So that's something that like. That's uh, yeah. Wanderers can now buy junk items. Um, so not only the the stores, mm-hmm. they're gonna be easy. Um, also there's more auto and manual safe slots. Um, and they made it so that if I didn't know this, I didn't know you can handcuff bounties and bring them back. But they made it so that if you return a handcuffed bounty target, um, they have a low chance of jailbreak. Apparently they can jailbreak and start a vendetta against you. I didn't know that existed, <laughs> by the way. Dude, uh, me neither. I just killed them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But <laughs> but previously it was a hundred percent chance that they would <laughs> break out of jail and start a vendetta. And now it's only 15%. So um that's good. Uh there's also a bunch of bug fixes and they have cool events. And right now an event that's going on is called Zombie Apocalypse. And In what game? Weird West. So right now, if you log into Weird West, there's an event happening called Zombie Apocalypse. What? Yeah, where there's like zombies everywhere now. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. I, I I booted the game up yesterday and it was like, it came up with like a news thing where it's like, uh, beware of a plague. There's zombies taking over and stuff. That's and insane. now there's like zombies everywhere. They also have free DLCs coming and, uh, and events. They released kind of a, um, what do you call those? Like timeline oh, of... Roadmap, yeah. So the first one's going to be a content pack, and that's all they said. Um, the second one's going to be NIM possible mode. I, don't, I have no idea what that means. Probably a harder difficulty or something. No, NIM po- like, NIMs are the body NIMs. parts, right? They're yeah, the upgrade. The NIM heads. NIM head is how you upgrade yeah. in that game, the supernatural creature. Yeah. So And then um, there's another event coming called Caged Ones event. And then <laughs> the last one they had on the roadmap, was just named mod that was it and i'm thinking it's just mod support what yeah dude oh, this Lord. god damn this game's good i'm sorry yeah. like i know some people didn't <laughs> like it that game is fucking awesome excuse my language that game is so good i didn't know about the vendetta thing at all i didn't know that they could break out of jail at all me neither i shot him I mean, let's be honest. Same. I, it's a one-man Same. horse. Yeah. We, you and I did two people on a exactly. horse in Red I'm Dead. I'm not one carrying time. your weight. It's never happened. Again. Oh, also, they fixed the <laughs> we thing don't talk where they fix the thing where when enemies see see you, you know how sometimes like the bounty target pops up a dialogue and stops your game. Oh, they that did that. happen to me. Yeah, that yeah, did happen. They fixed that. They fixed that, dude. Yeah, that game is fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't so know there was going to be that kind of support. I I thought it was just going to be an a one event in a single player game. Like I didn't yeah. even know that was a Yeah, very very cool. Yeah, I didn't know there was gonna be that kind of support. I thought it was just gonna be a one Same. and done type of game. Um, but that's pretty cool. Um yeah. Solasta, mm. a new DLC came out called The Lost Valley, which is a new campaign. 
um, as well as Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Uh, yeah. A new DLC called Through the Ashes is coming out soon. 7,000 hours of your life gone, right? 19th or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know CRPGs. Well, <laughs> Once that, you're in, no, you're in. that, but Pathfinder was. Yeah, Pathfinder is huge. That yeah. was one of those games where, yeah, it was like 24 hours in a row sitting there. just And that one battle, remember, Reg? The battle in the first oh, 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 yeah. castle. Oh, God, that, <laughs> Nobody yeah. believed me in my review, too. I'm like, no, you don't understand. That battle it's was hours, ridiculous. Especially, it's especially if you're doing turn-based uh, mode. If you're doing turn-based mode, yeah, it's going to be way longer, right? Yeah. Um, and Final Fantasy Patch 6.1 came out on Tuesday. I know Johnny wanted to talk a bit more about that, but it basically added, obviously, the new story of the new patch. It did a bunch of balance changes because a lot of the jobs were, were kind of busted. <laughs> um, but they ruined Samurai for me because they took out an ability that I really liked. Um, but Ninja's 60-second cooldown is now on 120 seconds, so there you go. Um, and yeah, that came out on Tuesday. They also revamped a bunch of the old dungeons from the, the main game, A Realm Reborn. Um, and they added a new system, the trust system, which they have in the later expansions, where you can do dungeons with NPCs instead of other players. Now you can do that leveling up in the in the beginning of the game, because I know a lot of people just play that game for story and don't want to interact with other people. So it's cool that they added that, um, as well as some neat little changes. Also, PvP is revamped, and apparently it's way better than it was before. And Johnny, did you want to add anything to that? Uh I know you Honestly, that you covered it pretty well. Just to add some context, if people are like, you know, new con, like they always after a big expansion, right? They add um, new chapters that are like follow-ups to the end of the kind of campaign, to the end of the expansion. And this is what it is. This is the first like narrative uh, expansion. Oh, okay. To, the, to end Walker, just so people understand what you know what this is. Yeah, cause... but this one's a little different than the other. So the others oh. continued the story, but this one is like so end Walker. No, so so Endwalker is the end of the whole story of the whole like last thirteen years. Mm, okay. Um, and so this patch starts is the start of a new adventure, basically. Oh, nice. So oh, okay. Uh, it's different in that sense. Yeah. Got it. See, I don't know because I haven't finished Endwalker, yeah. so I don't, I don't know yet. But so, I don't guess worry, everybody dies like, at the end. <laughs> everybody like, dies. <laughs> everybody. But uh, one cool thing because I've been playing the the near crossover uh, raid. Yeah, that's raids, a, one of my favorite. Raids. Which it's such cool content. So for people who don't know, you, there's a series of raids in the game that are like crossover content with near automata. So you have characters from the game showing up the music and amazing reorchestrations of the osts in their and mashups so mashups awesome like a uh, uh mmo style fights you know they like with cool mechanics and so they're truly uh like good it's just really good content it's not just a a pr thing yeah so uh, i was playing through that and they added a new mount that you can get, which is the the little robot. If you if you guys played Neo Automata, yeah. the yeah. the little bot that flies with you, he carries mm -hmm. you, so you can like hold on to him, and that's a I mount yeah. that you can get <laughs> if you finish the series of raids, the near raids that I just described. Um, and they added a new series of alliance, a new raids, alliance think, raid. Right? It's called um, I think Myths of the Realm. I did the yeah. I tried the first one. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's. Nice. Uh, 
they added a new ally raid i think the only the first one usually there's three sections of it so yeah. the next ones will be added in later patches and and dude just one last thing the, what you mentioned about fixing some old dungeons it's a yeah. big deal because you know some of those old ones are annoying as hell they're very like, archaic there, yeah. there is one that I've done a million times where you have to collect all the photo the green cells. Shits. Oh my and I God, always man. miss one, Abzi. I've done it a million times. I always miss one. And they <laughs> reworked it. So, you know, you don't yeah. have to go through that in your yeah. dailies. Yeah, that was uh, that sucked. Yeah. And I think that's it for, for updates. Um, yeah. So no one everything. gives a shit about that. Let's talk about Weird West one more time. Okay, let's talk about I'm weird just West. joking. I'm just talk joking. You know how some channels are MMO channel or uh, not I'm I I don't know why I said you know. Obviously you guys do know. There are channels that are I I feel like I could do a weird west channel. Because dude, I'm telling you, like I love Prey. I'm not a big fan of Dishonored. I felt that there I I liked them, but they their choice was nowhere near what we're seeing now with Weird West. I just wish everybody who was wanting to make a game about choice was forced, militant to play weird west because yeah. that game the, the, when you go in as a second or third character and you get to then go back and talk to your character and engage with like that's the thing dude. um you hit a good point there because weird west you truly get to choose how you want to play at every point in the game the issue with dishonored that i had sorry my phone uh the issue with dishonored that i had was that um you were roped into either one way or another way it was to sort play, of like evil, you know, Sith and Jedi. Yeah. So if, if you wanted yeah. to do like a pacifist run, if you were spotted, all you had to do is reload. You can't like play it out naturally. Andy, and, Weird West, you yeah. played it. Oh, I'm staring at the uh, queue right now. Uh, so I have not had the opportunity to start because that is one of my once I finish my taxes today games. Yeah, but, me too. Did those today. Yeah, that was not fun. No. However, what's What's been happening with Weird West is I've heard you you're you're you've been the champion. I want to be really clear. I've been dying to play, but I play games like Divinity Original Sin by Pathfinder, and I saw this and I'm like, this is a time stealer. This is a life sucker. Hold off, wait till you're done with the other BS, finish all your work, then jump in. Because I yeah. do not want this experience soured by I don't have time, because that sucks. The moment you have to stop a game like this, it ruins it. The and story you're, is you're, truly unique. The, it truly is. Unique. And the cool thing is he's just getting the patches anyway, right? Let's be honest. Yep. Like there, it does need a couple. It it did have some some control issues, but yeah. I've dude, it, it my wife doesn't like video games, and so like I talk and she does that glazed over, you know, like <laughs> what the fuck's this dude? And so I was legitimately I the, the worst thing about reviewing games. I think you and I might have talked about Nier Automata looking beautiful in a tweet, actually, a DM, you and Andy and I. I had, I think I posted a GIF about, like, in the caves, there was, like, light going on. Maybe you and I maybe mentioned Automata once or twice, but normally you don't get to talk to people about games when you're reviewing them. And I take that pretty serious. So, like, if somebody, another reviewer is like, blah, 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 I'd be like, hey, you know, NDAs. So I can't talk to anybody about this game. But it's one of the few games where, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I was up for 48 hours. I was, I could not stop. I've never, it was giddy, unbelievable giddy excitement. Whenever anything I did two levels down the line would have a return. Like when you try to shoot guys and they run off and they say like um, vendetta created and you're like, no, I don't want that guy <laughs> hunting me. And then they're hunting you. Or if you don't kill somebody in one chapter, they show up on the bounty board, annihilating people. And you're like, I should have killed them and they're yeah. killing people and they don't 
hedge on what those bad guys are doing. Like they'll be like rape of horses, you know, or whatever on their bounty. Yeah. And you'll be like, damn, this dude's a bad guy. I will, I will and recommend. I let him go. Go ahead. I will recommend. I know with games like this, and I, I went into it thinking that way, where you want to just explore everything and do everything. Don't. Yeah. But don't honestly just play it naturally and go like with the main quest and maybe do things on the side. Um, yeah. Because like yeah. play through the mistakes, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't save scum. Do not save scum, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there needs uh, to be an entire not. discussion on save scumming and what it does. Cause I yeah. oh my god. Sorry, I I'm I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that. Because <laughs> honestly, fact, like especially for games... last week too. Save scumming mm. comes up a lot in discussion. Yeah, because for games like this or like even Disco Elysium, the failures or the things you do wrong, you know, they open up cool narrative stuff that happens admittedly though abzi don't you think disco disco killed me trying to put my shoes on like there wasn't a (laughs) there wasn't a warning and so i read a book and died it was like you're not smart enough what these ideas have shattered your brain i was like whoa now i loved it i know some people are like "Eh, hoity-toity and i get that but I, i think with this one playing through your failures is allowed is it's not only it's you don't know sometimes that something's a failure. You'll you find don't out know that three chapters in. Because even going through the main quest, there are main quest, like big main quest things that it won't tell you to do. Like, yeah. like the main boss of the first campaign, it won't tell you to kill that boss. I but if you, if you keep them alive, they're going to be alive. And There's they're gonna so, cause many, havoc, so right? many amazing choices that I look back and I'm like, it was like a D&D game. Just don't be I've afraid to think outside the box. In a, in a yeah. role I hope future stealth games learn from Weird West based on what you're saying, because if they don't let you suffer through your failures, it's always the same thing, right? I got caught. Alarm, alarm. Oh, everyone God, dies. Yeah. But you're still in the same situation. Mm-hmm. My problem with Dishonored. So I, I Dishonored yeah. flip ago, stealth, not interested, kill everyone because it doesn't matter. We need more games to really make you go through it. I hope everyone starts learning lessons. Andy, the first... Hitman could be... Oh, I'm yeah, sorry, Hitman. No, I was just going to say, just to speak to your point, the first thing you notice about how serious they take stealth is their patrol lines are like 40 minutes long. They don't just go point to point. No, they, they those don't. Those motherfuckers, yeah. true. You, you, you like, can't sit going, there and Dude, study. quit walking around. What are you doing? <laughs> and you can yeah. open a door and get them to go in the uh, and completely change their route by opening a door. It is yeah. the most. And I was sitting there going, would you fucking come back? And he was like, and they're talking and they're writing notes. And then they come and I'm like, okay, here we go. But then the other person's route is also 20 minutes long. I'm exaggerating. It's not 20 minutes. It's long though. What what I think, oh, sorry. No, that was it. I was just. What I think is like, they don't know. So I don't think that these NPCs are tied to a route. I think there are many different activities. Yeah. I think there are just many different activities. And like, if someone isn't using, like if someone isn't doing pushups in that corner, maybe another person would, or it's just very dynamic in that sense. Like you can do things to, to make people, like you can bait people to come into a room to kill them. Dude, did you see the video you know? of the guy kicking the brick into the lamp, which caused the lamp to fall over and burn the... F- I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I played this game for 48 hours in a row just for one sitting, and I had never thought about kicking like items into the faces of guys. I'd kicked them. I, like I kicked a guy into a room and shut the door and locked it because I had the key and he couldn't get out. And I was like, ha ha, that's awesome. <laughs> but these people, you know, YouTube, right? 
look at the Dishonored videos where somebody will be the kill streaks in Dishonored, where they're like right. throw a blade. Those are awesome. Those are really fucking but, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah I could. I, I yeah, think that's why. I think that's why a lot of people bounce off of it because the game doesn't. There's a lot of things you can do. The game doesn't tell you. Um, mm -hmm. you you gotta experiment oh, to find out. Oh, you were out. bringing up Hitman, Andy. You were saying you would like Hitman to have a little bit more, uh, like flexibility. Is that what you were saying? We call it consequence of being caught, consequence of failure, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it speaks to both of your points about maybe where a lot of games and players need to recognize that the safe scumming systems and recognizing that there's a there's options, but there's somewhat a right way to do it. The paralysis of I should pick up gun and shoot enemy, not realizing that you have more options is yeah. probably where the next understanding of the game it needs to go so right. to, to not to, to recognize and feel the freedom to try something new and experiment is actually a conditioning of what other games do to you yeah right yeah no and absolutely. like you know the the, the, yeah. the dotted white line is probably one of the biggest mistakes that we might have presented in gaming Agreed. and now to unlearn all that information is where i'm hoping folks go so i, I brought up hitman thinking well i have to kill this individual and if I failed, right, mission over, it restarts. But why not introduce another piece where that character has now fled, another mission opens up where you have a right. more difficult mission to kill said person. We all want to see that from our games, but it just takes a little bit of like unlearning about what works. And what doesn't. Yeah, that's like the that essence of immersive sim. And I don't think much of that is, is Dude, really, there's like, not a lot of immersive sims. We've out all played there. Prey, right? Yeah, absolutely. The new one. Twice. I love that game. In yeah. Prey, <laughs> I got to the I got to the point where you start upgrading, and I had realized that if you choose one route, all the good guys will basically be Turn bad on guys. You. Yeah. And I, my Alien brain run. was in legitimate holy shit mode. I remember like getting up because again, I'm a child. I'll admit it. I'm like a forty year old <laughs> baby, and I do get excited about games. And I was by myself, just like like oh my god. This is awesome. Like once I make this choice, everything could possibly change. And I did because I want to see it. And it did. Or getting the liquid gun and making steps to walk to places you shouldn't go in that yeah. game. And yeah. I remember just being like, and we did it. We've all played Deus Ex. That allowed for a lot of craziness as well. But we don't get a lot of those games. We actually, no. I, I think Andy's right. Once people found the dotted line, the quest marker, which by the way, I don't hate, but they do cause that that beeline that's why i do the yeah. un, that's why i do the uh unhud gameplay a lot of times because yeah, yeah. i'm like no hud does help you experience but the game. i think like don't you guys think oh, i'm sorry andy go on no 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 no. i interrupted you please go ahead john well i was just gonna say don't you guys think devs are starting to catch on yes. to some of this go stuff yeah. like, showed that we see it yeah. right and we see some evolution it's slow right because they have to play it yeah. safe but like the, the mini map was a huge issue with games like gta Dude, if you had a heat map, 60% of the time, I'm looking <laughs> right. at the mini map. <laughs> yeah. in the oh, GTA. God, Dude, tracking your awful. eyes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I never thought about that. I, yeah. I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't look at the world that right. they created yeah. because, you know, my attention is it, it, on the mini map. And now you see games yeah. without a mini map, maybe just a compass or not even that. Yeah. So, but Driver San Francisco gave you a verbal GPS to say turn left at the next mm, marker. Right, go right. Thank like, you. Right. It gave and you the line on the road. Yeah. Like yes. I, I, I think the developers who are starting to catch on are the developers who were playing these games in their young teen years, game development years, and go, I'm going to break the system. Yeah. Yes, like mm -hmm. I think that's what happens. It's the same system back when we were playing those Quake and Unreal mods and going. I can do this better. I can change this. And, yeah. and it completely pieces, changes right? games. Like I, playing yeah. Red Dead without a minimap is a completely different oh, experience. Pri primal. 
Far Cry Primal, oh, Primal. without a Primal that is, is a one of my favorite different... worlds of all time because like you're yeah. starting to notice different things that you would never see if the marker was there. Yeah, like the Forgotten City. I don't know was how many. Oh, oh, sorry, Silver. Forgotten I don't know City. how many of you guys played um, Arma Two, uh, Armed Assault Two. Of course, me. Um, Thousands of hours back in the day. Um, but as bucky as that game was, that game actually did try and do a bunch of this stuff in terms of the choice yeah. and consequence stuff, where things that happened in missions it, during the campaign of that game could change the not not only the trajectory but the amount of missions that you got yeah. further on in the campaign. So, for instance. There was options sometimes for like bad guys you were supposed to capture or kill that they could escape. And then you had got an additional mission afterwards where you then had to corner them and and get them after they managed to escape. Like there were there were missions like that. There are mission structures like that in in uh, in armed assault in Arma um, from Bohemia Interactive. Uh, they sort of went away with that from that a bit in Arma 3, I think largely because <laughs> like there were so many script scripting yeah. there was so much scripting stuff related to like just the branching of the stuff that it broke frequently it was a very buggy game arma 2 um less so with arrowhead which did sort of do some similar stuff with its campaign um but but they sort of went away from it with arma 3 but uh but they certainly tried to do that uh in arma 2 can't wait can't wait for the new arma i think um did you guys play forgotten city no well um, that's what andy was mentioning so Dude, it's such a fucking good game. It's you're left to your own City, devices. I feel like I was spoiled rotten because I essentially saw Forgotten City and go, here we go, walking simulator. I don't know what to expect. And completely ignored the fact that the golden rules was was about to be explained. In your first dialogue, you walk out and say, Hey, would you like me to learn? And you have the option to say, No, I'm fine on my own. And I just walked away. <laughs> I had no prior knowledge of what this game was about, anything. It was so fresh. I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on in this game. And I discovered the golden rule by by robbing somebody. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, what is going on? What did I up. miss? <laughs> so the entire experience was like I I discovered all the layers of dialogue that's fed to you in the first few minutes naturally. So mm. the entire method of how I progressed through the game was so different from everyone else's experience based on what I had seen that I just sat there going, oh, I wish more games. Andy, did this. is this the mod <laughs> that was a mod yes. and then became this is I'm it became a real at, game. Yes. Wait, have you not played? I honestly I haven't it's because so good, dude. when it's I heard pass. it was a mod moved over. You know how that is. Sometimes you're like, oh, that's mm -hmm. cool. But um I did see and Steam is like overwhelmingly positive like you know it's, it's like it's like there isn't it's a negative fucking review. great the dude, more uh, we talk about it the more we ruin it i genuinely okay. believe yeah. oh, when well, you have check the it time out. no i'll do it this weekend more, yeah yeah it's, the more it's, you it's, have the time yeah one hour it's the in, same sense it. it's the same sense of you being left to your own devices and experimenting and just thinking outside of the box and just you know uh, yeah you should just play it it's and the greek uh mythology symbolism is is awesome it's it's yeah yeah I'm just reading yeah, some I don't of want to these. Say more. Re Reg, did you do this one? Only a couple of hours. Did you like it? I mean, I know that doesn't mean much for you because you do play a lot of That's games. True. Did, That's it, true. <laughs> did, you, did you like what you played? Because you and I have a tendency uh, on these to like agree usually. I would have to try again. Uh, for me, it was uh, too open-ended when I played it. Okay. Like I, I was you. looking for a more guided Directed experience. approach or at least, okay, yeah. gotcha. And Silver, what about you? Did you play this? No. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have something to talk about next week. I, looking at this, 
Like, dude, this got a lot of tens. Now, admittedly, I fucking hate scores, but looking at what they're saying, like this guy says, I spent two hours in the game, could not understand the good reviews at all, but since a short game, I continued to play, and I'm super glad I did. The characters and problems start to grow on me, and I had to get the feeling almost every action I took meant a lot. See, that's the kind of stuff that's rare. So yeah, I'll, I, I, I own it. It's just it's, one of those things where it's just... basically what you love out of like Bethesda games put into a game, like without the combat and stuff. Well, kind of without the combat and stuff. I'm yeah. okay with that. I did <laughs> so... Ethan Carter. Uh, like I, I, I'm okay with walking simulators. I, I don't need combat. It's, it's stuff like this I really yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, the Roman thing, other than Rise, which were those Romans? <laughs> I don't even know. Rise. Yeah, they were Romans. I Son liked, of Rome, right? Son the, of Rome. The, I oh yeah. yeah, of course. Duh, it's in the title, Jeff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pass the bong, buddy. Uh I liked that game, but that's one of the few where that time frame interests me. I just I'm not a huge so I think when I saw this graphically, I was like, oh, it's not necessarily my thing. But uh yeah, man, this looks awesome. It's this, insane. It's insanely good. This is so huh? cool. It's a mod, by the way. So getting mm -hmm. back to Unreal and stuff, there you go. That's another, yes. that's, anyway, we'll continue to talk about that. Let's talk, let's, uh, we get, did free games. We did indie game. Uh, we've done all of our bits, right? Yeah. Real yeah. quick, I'm going to give you guys a, uh, if you need to pee, you can ignore what I'm going to say. Um, first of all, thank you everybody for, for sitting back and watching us. Second, I'm going to do a tech bit. This is something you guys know that I usually, if I find an app that I like or something that I think dramatically changes my life, we've talked about everything.exe. Another one I tried is Launchy. I don't. Has anybody tried Launchy? It just never heard shipping of it. Subbell. It just does your apps on Windows, your games, and and everything.exe is the best file searcher I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Like it's to not have that on Windows is absolutely stupid. I had audio guys when I told them they were like, "Are you kidding? This exists?" Because I have 14 terabytes of data across multiple drives, and to see all that in one thing. Launchy is pretty good. So if you guys get a chance and you want something that launches your games, it's free. All mm -hmm. this stuff will always be free. Uh, you should definitely check that out. It's it's not as cool as everything.exe, but if you don't want to jump into something that uh, insane, um, Launchy is Launchy is well worth it. So moving on from there, I'll. Keep oh, sorry. Can I add one as well? That I found. Well, useful? it is my spot, but go ahead. I guess. Oh. No, I'm joking. Wow. Just it's just ear trumpet because I hate the the new Windows mixer. You like ear, ear trumpet, trumpet, man? I'm gonna I try like it again, it. but I've had so many. It doesn't feel. It feels clumsy. But oh you, really? But you don't think that, huh? No, no, because because I, I just like, like I like clicking on it and just being able to 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 set your volumes and then for you can every right click on it. Single app and everything. Yeah, yeah, and you can right right click on it and go to the Windows Legacy, you know, playback and re recording devices. Because I don't know what the new one is all about. So you can go <laughs> it's back all, to it's all about one. not running well. Anything <laughs> yeah, in the so. new Windows, if you jump into audio devices or anything like that, they were like, great. "Oh, everything was too accessible. It was only Jeez. five clicks away." <laughs> I was away. telling Johnny yeah. when I click Control, Sound Control, because I want to adjust an yeah. HDMI import, my system will just be like, "All right, man, we'll get on it." <laughs> and you're like, "Damn!" I mean, we'll Windows back to you. actively is Bro. like, Neh. "Yeah, I don't know." And what's they go, going on. they go back to the old menu don't I know. they like you go yes. to the control panel dude and they give you the windows it's 98 so much masquerade <laughs> it's vampire the masquerade the os oh right it's uh. just all this 
an obfuscation over the top of what you could easily check. Um, but anyway, I want to talk about CD Projekt Red. So you guys saw the news where they said uh, they did like an, an uh, I think that might have been a stock discussion, maybe if, if that's where Blade? some of this data came, where they talked about, yeah, expansion in 2023, as well as the delay of the um, next gen versions. Witcher of Witcher 3, which admittedly, yeah. I for some reason had thought was already out. Same. Okay. I didn't think it was coming out. Like, I, I, I no, thought it was delayed was... already. Oh, dude, it was meant to be out, like, way 2021, early. right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, but I thought it was already. I don't know why they would announce another delay if it's already delayed it's and not... they didn't say Okay, so, so here's why. They added a bit of data. They said they switched the development. Yeah, Russian, right? To yeah. internal. Mm-hmm. for that so it was so outsourced gonna... to a russian it was outsourced company. to a russian company exactly and so I mean, they, they want to develop it internally which means they need to take time to scope out the project and you know, do so so there's that right and then there's cyberpunk um does... yeah the expansion for cyberpunk yeah, yeah. and then you so know they announced that we're not in, we're not in crisis year, yeah. mode or whatever i don't they, yeah they on them. put out some sales numbers right so 18 million sales yeah yeah but i mean facebook has you know sixty thousand billion people signed up doesn't mean it's good sorry i don't like cyberpunk well yeah i think there's a lot of that where despite because again even myself like i played it two times i still don't like it as an rpg right so we kind of talked about it earlier where like i do want to hit on that but real quick i just want to talk about business does anybody yeah go on so they say it reminds me of leslie nielsen by the way, I made a thumbnail for this, and you guys know me. I'm not a big click. <laughs> or... Yeah, no, where he's like, there is no, uh, it's in Naked Gun where the uh, buildings exploded, and he's like, there is nothing to, nothing see, to here. see here. So I right. took, I took yeah. Geralt's face and I put it on there, and I did this big thumbnail, and I was like, you know what? I'm not into this. Like, that's not me. So I switched it to what it is now. But it does feel like, I don't know, man. It fe- that company. Like, I don't know if it's just bad luck, which does happen to companies where shit just hits at the wrong time. You know, you're, you're, but this, they just seem like they, it seems like that they can't catch a break, even though they don't deserve a break. I'm not saying they do, because I know people get mad about it. I'm just saying that like. Dude, you you know, you know what it is in those, in those games, like uh, Dark Souls or Elden Ring, where if you get hit by the first attack in a combo. You're gonna get hit by all three because you're panicking. <laughs> okay. Do you well, know what that's, I mean? That's big brain combat. Yeah, get, so I get your, linking I get your... it back to here, it's right. like they got hit by the first attack, which yeah. was like a bad release or something, I, I, right? Man. And ever it, since they're still well, they trying, block they're panic if rolling. We're gonna continue the comparison. They're panic they, rolling. Yeah. Try. They're, they are Sorry. panic rolling. Panic roll. that, that, that's the <laughs> issue. Panic, panic roll. Oh my god! Get out of here, <laughs> dude, dude. That's the thing, though. Like, like they were with Witcher three and stuff. Like they seemed like they were so, or or they always had that outlook that they, they they were so in touch with consumers and they know what gamers like and you know but but then now recently they've just seemed so disconnected it's like blizzard kind. but almost. can i tell you something so witcher one and two didn't show that they were connected to the consumer they weren't very good i think okay i okay. mean Wait, wasn't it a different they were okay, developer but they weren't uh, for one and two. you know if if you release nine albums good. and your seventh album isn't very good you don't yeah go, they only hey, had the one good awesome. i think they only had one good game okay i, I but, which one i'm sorry which are three but hold on, mm. even Witcher 3 was a mess on release, right? It was a nowhere near... I'm not talking about bugs. I'm yeah, not talking about not bugs. Talking about okay. bugs. No. He's talking about like what you were saying, not even liking the... Oh, the RPG elements. Part. Yeah. Just like fundamentally 
weird Got and it. out of touch. I guess my mm-hmm. question is, do you guys... I, mean, I really like Witcher 2, but maybe I'm the odd man out. Yeah, it was, well, it was I good. Liked it. Okay. I just I liked it. it I, I'm just... talking about like the huge success, like, the, you know, Witcher 3. I mean, Witcher 2 was, was fairly successful. If you're the well. third place in a tennis match with only two people, you shouldn't be crowing, is all I'm saying. And that's sort of what right. Witcher 1 and 2 sort of felt like, was that they, they were pretty good games, but they weren't this thing. And then Witcher 3 comes along, rightfully so. It's got great. Co- Remember yeah, Witcher yeah. three? I mean, the quest, the side stuff was better than the main quest for me. Like there was just all this. Yeah, yeah. But guys, Same. they when they start talking about another IP, and I remember in the Discord where I was like, there is nothing at all of what they have done that states Cyberpunk will be something majestic, because it's different. It's it's all it's it's completely like it sort of resets each time, right? I guess what I'm yeah. saying is, do you guys do you guys believe it that there isn't a problem? It's they just got you know bad luck or do we think that like behind the scenes I, maybe there's some I mean, issues think, with management i think there there's i think there's a room in between like um it, are there problems at the studio and is are they in crisis mode right True. i think those are like two, two they are think they're snowballing yeah yeah i don't think i don't think they're in crisis mode particularly but i i mean i think it's evident that there are some issues at the studio i mean it's not afro samurai too not just not just with management, but also as a result of just events that have happened, like from from the COVID epidemic or COVID pandemic to the war to the to the current war. Yeah. yeah. Plus, we we've been we've been getting so many articles and so many like uh, just just red flags throughout the development of cyberpunk. Just so many red flags that that you know some people chose to just ignore or not really pay attention to that probably contributed like you know management obviously and like the workers crunching and all that that shit that people just tried to you know Andy, can you out. talk about this stuff or do you want to just be oh uh i have to pull back for most of it but i feel like i wanted to kind of i, I digested what all of you've said right like I'm, I'm hearing what each of you have brought to the conversation if i may ask for a clarification point from all of you what i'm hearing is the products that came before from CD Projekt Red and the absolute insane fanfare around which three into CD Projekt Red, it feels like you are all confused about how did this get here? So, cause when you look at the fanfare behind other major IPs, right? And all the years of like, you know, Mario, Metal Gear, you know, yeah. uh, Spider-Man, right? It's like, we understood all the years of progress you made it there. Suddenly big bubble, high expectations. It feels like you are all a bit confused about how did CD Projekt Red get into this conversation of these overbearing, grandiose completely insurmountable goals and it feels like i'm hearing that you all feel it was unearned and you're still confused because no. i'm looking at the press cycle of of, of of cyberpunk not even i in the middle of the press cycle understood like i don't know why you guys are all so excited yeah if i had never seen anything before this game would have been like that's interesting but all of this hype that i just couldn't understand came in so i'm just trying to better get that's, a better understanding of what you're talking about. I, I think they I think. I think they had a hand in hyping it up as well they promised a, a ton of things that 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 just they promised oh, sure. a ton of things where Dude, it's they like had a we're fake gonna beta. be different ignoring anything else i'm gonna bitch about whatever was going on there is what i'm mad about i don't get mad at games because guys war real shit happens who gives a right you know? but that's the reviews debacle right like how not letting not letting reviewers show their own gameplay watchdogs did it by the way with the e3 thing but i mean that was sort of a hands-off this was like here's a demo that's not even uh, whatever i don't know yeah, so, yeah i mean it's the usual vertical slicer um, 
yeah, I think I'm maybe I'm I don't really feel it was unearned as such. Maybe it's because I I was sort of in the bubble of of sort of CD Projekt Red fandom that sort of came out of Witcher 2. Mm-hmm. Because I, I really, really, really love I really loved that game and its approach to storytelling with the with the branching campaigns in that game from uh, how it really diverged from um from going the Scarletail route or going with um I forget his name, Roach. Um Mm-hmm. And uh, and and Ketwin, like that that path, like the the the, the how 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 much those two actually diverged from one another was mm-hmm. something that was very very rare in games, and the way they executed that, I felt was was really really solid. Um, also, really just enjoyed the politics of the game and stuff. So, so I was actually quite uh, quite enamored with CD Projekt Red already prior to to Witcher Three. So I'm coming to it from probably from that perspective where I was already a, sort of an ingrained fan uh, at that point. Understood. So if you were to look at your excitement from Witcher 2 and then thinking about if this is what they could do in the world of the Witcher, what could they do several thousand years into the future of a, of a, of a cyberpunk dystopian world, your excitement was legitimately there. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, my, my excitement for, for to be fair, my excitement for cyberpunk was not to the level of a lot of other people. <laughs> like it, because it, it, it was, you also it was, don't like that as much it was as more Witcher's grounded. world anyway, right? Wouldn't that be mm-hmm. fair? Cyberpunk versus fantasy? Wouldn't you? you no, know. no. Oh, okay. I, 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 love, I adore cyberpunk. I mean, Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, Continue. So, I but, uh, <laughs> but no, I think it's more that I, I realized that, like you guys have touched on, it's it's a very different genre from fantasy, and it requires very 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 different skill set. But I still there were elements of how they what they did in Witcher two and Witcher three in terms of like thematic approaches to storytelling and stuff like that that I felt could transfer in a very very compelling way to cyberpunk, um, especially like the how they approach certain certain themes, certain darker themes in, in Witcher 2 particularly. Uh, I mean, in some ways, Witcher 2 is sort of a, even a darker game than Witcher 3, I think, uh, in, in a lot of aspects. Um, but but that was sort of what, what I was hoping for for Cyberpunk. And unfortunately, more so even like than like the technical aspects, what really sort of let me down was Cyberpunk, even though I still enjoyed the game, was its, its themes and its thematic approach to storytelling. I, I felt like the game really let me down on that front. It was weird. Um, I think somewhere in the middle of development, something went on because when you're playing through the game in the prologue or whatever, and you do the first quest with, you know, the maelstrom and you have so many different choices that result in so right. many different outcomes. And I was like, yeah. Oh my God, like this is going to be a foundation of the game. And then none of that was presented later. I mean, you didn't have I've, any of I've, these choices. I've, later. I think the, the evident explanation to that is that that entire segment was part of what became, what, what was a playable vertical slice for. Yeah. That's what that's the what they showed in the stuff. gameplay. So that's why that there was that ev- extra level of care and detail to that particular portion. Reg, did game. you play and beat that? I did not beat it. No, what I did you... abandoned the game. You ab- was yours bug issues or? Uh, it ran terrible on my PC for one thing. Uh, it maxed out my <laughs> eight core CPU to one hundred percent all the time uh, for whatever <laughs> reason. <laughs> oh man. 
I don't know. And I tried to messing around with it, but I never could get it to run well. And on top of that, it was not a very entertaining game anyway, past the first hour, which I thought was good. So the opening hour still had a lot of uh, promise to it. And then it was just poof, gone. Past the cutscene, it was over. Plus, like, just the random, you know, quests markers and the quests that are just, you know, go here, kill this. They, like, hyped up some quests, like whether you should kill or not kill someone, which didn't even have anything... Yeah, it just the game abruptly ended after like the third main quest. I was like, yep, this is it. This is the last quest point of no return. And I was like, okay. This yeah, is I didn't depressed. realize that was at the end of the game uh, until <laughs> the patch, the, the new big massive patch of folks to come out. I was like, okay, I'll come back and see what's there. And I didn't realize you're at the last mission. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no. It was really? such an I abrupt should... end. <laughs> I was very surprised. I, I, I'm an NPC killer. Like, I'm, I'm, if I don't trust an NPC, exactly. I actually shoot first question ask questions later so maybe Nine i had different experiences never. but yeah <laughs> that's the thing like you make a huge decision that they hyped up in a gameplay video it's like you can choose to kill or not kill sasquatch and that i came to that quest did that and then after that i was like okay now it's the end of the game I'm like, i can mm. see that we all have different things reg had tech obviously johnny liked it but even has issues with the rpg where my issue actually isn't any well first of all the business stuff i don't care I'm just mad. I mean, Afro Samurai brought it up. It's one of the few games that's been removed from a store. Cyberpunk got removed from that same store. Your your game is in the same discussion as Afro Samurai 2. You should never want that. Ever. Ever. That's two terrible situations to be in. That sucked. But you can't even sit down on most things in that game. It's it's the lack of interactivity of with your environment anything yeah. that was a huge the question. ai yeah. was shit and i will rarely i know what ai is you know a word artificial's in there so i can deal with it basic shooting ai wasn't in there basic same same with traffic ai same with traffic same with npcs so i i'm i'm not necessarily con i mean i am a little confused where this is a company that's got a ton of money where they're they're ba back-ended by whatever good old games as well in some way you know i don't know how that goes but they've they've got their stuff they've got their money obviously they keep saying hey witcher 3 sold a shit ton i guess my question is every time they post witcher 3 sold a shit ton i look at it and say well you obviously don't know how to spend your fucking money because cyberpunk sucked where'd that money go if you sold all those where was the person saying there every game developer needs a steve and that steve's job is to just say but whoa whoa this game sucks like every job i've ever had had a steve we joke about it all the time but there was always that one guy nobody liked him the crusty dude he always you know maybe a little gamey maybe a little funky but he would always be like your database sucks dude and you'd be like what and then he'd bring up a couple things that actually made sense it feels like that was unfettered rock star development and I don't yeah. mean Rockstar, the developer. I no, mean, I, I, you, I completely you know get, that, like, I, I understand where yeah, that triple A Rockstar where no one's saying no. And I'm telling you, yep. man, that sucks because, by the way, I get angry because I did want that to be yeah cyberpunk. i mean they even said bold they had bold claims like this the attention to detail is going to be the same as red dead redemption 2 and stuff and then when it's like okay you have a flashback moment to 2020 and it's just the same ads in the same world it's it's i guess it in a way 
it's weird because No Man's Sky was smaller, but like No Man's Sky, it did release, it had its issues, and a lot of stuff was promised, guys. There wasn't even multiplayer, supposedly, yeah. even though they said, <laughs> whatever. We saw that video where the guy's like, I'm there, this person's there. We're not, like, it's not in there. And that's definitely become whatever it is. So Cyberpunk m might be able to, but my personal hope is that they just do Cyberpunk too. That is my personal, because yeah. I don't want anybody to lose a job. Like, I'm not that kind of, you know, like a dwarf in a book of woe going, I would hate them yeah. forever. That's stupid. <laughs> That's stupid. But I want them to make a, a uh, I'm hoping that everybody learned and that maybe there's a little less, I don't know if it was ego because the people I talked to there didn't seem egotistical, but they certainly knew something was up because. I mean, I think, I think it's a great lesson in that money doesn't solve everything. Like true, money doesn't provide you a guarantee. True. Absolutely yeah. true. Just yeah. throwing money at a problem doesn't necessarily solve it. Yeah. You no, still have to actually address the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I want it to, that I transcends it to it's a lesson that transcends your uh your career, your field, right? Like yeah. I have, I you know, I get this is Andy speaking in the culinary world, not speaking in the gaming world. How many celebrity chefs I've worked under are really, really arrogant chefs who've been crushed by the weight of a bad night the mm. bad dish the one review it takes one to make you recognize you got to keep on honing this skill yeah. and making sure that what you're only as good as your last dish and it really reminds you that all of those people who work in a creative field might need that sometimes right like this this situation may result in a never again mentality right and i feel like if that's the result that would suck I'm all here for it Hmm? Oh, do you mean a never oh, again? No, no, we're no, never no. taking a chance again? Yeah, no, no, no. As in, we will never let this happen. Oh, again. for sure. Right. Sorry. I apologize. Yeah, it's just like, I'm yeah, right no, no. Now. It's just like the cold water. Like, I, I, we yeah. saw the error. We saw the pieces. This, we will never be this low again. Yeah. Right. And if that's the result, I say all, all for it. I think for me, and I, I want to hear your take on this, guys, but like, they're going to spend the hell, you know, hell of a lot of resources making this new expansion they're talking about right uh, god knows when it will come out for me it won't fix any of the issues that i dislike about the game like you know the leveling system the lack of interaction you can't see yourself in the world you're not a part of it all this stuff that i want in an rpg we know it can't be fixed by a dlc right they're not gonna uproot all the foundations of the game so that's where like for me, I would love for them to just move on. Me to too. Just say, like, let's polish up what's there, right? Sure. But let's move on to a, a fresh new project, where, whether it's Cyberpunk 2 or the new Witcher, whatever they want to do. Um, I agree with that. Start fresh, learn from mistakes, right? And attack the foundational problems that they... I will tell you um, one thing, though, Johnny. And Andy and, and doesn't have to say anything, you know, whatever. But... There was some stuff going on, like, prior, like, I've told you guys, it was like, I was at, you know, it was like, hey, man, we want you to do some stuff. And that sort of died out, and suddenly nobody was responding, and the tech issues were starting to be reported. And I was like, hmm, something weird's going on. However, once all of the weirdness went away, we get the game, and it goes out, in the end result, it doesn't really, like, everybody has the same words to write a novel. It doesn't mean every novel will be good. Right. So it's just like, to me, it's sort of like, yeah, that sucks, but it doesn't stop me from wanting cyberpunk too, but I agree with you. I don't want them to adjust. Like if they make an expansion, it does all the shit. The original game doesn't, that would be weird. Like that would, <laughs> that would feel odd. 
if yeah. they, if there was like suddenly you go to a new city and you can do all this shit and you're like I can sit down <laughs> I couldn't sit down what's happening <laughs> um, I'm excited as hell but my I guess just coming from the back end I I'm really happy in a weird way because a lot of devs I talk to like even you know Vic I don't think Victor brought it up but we've certainly have devs who brought up that they watched it you know. Like they saw it from a thousand feet and were like, "Oh shit, we can't have that happen." Cautionary tale. So man. yeah, you don't, you, and yeah. you always have it. Every sports got the one sports star who did something crazy at the time, and people are like, "Okay, that's a no-no." You know, you just <laughs> sort of get those. I, so I guess in a weird way, it's a really, really expensive cautionary tale. That of, Can I just of everything very expensive, <laughs> like marketing <laughs> alone. <laughs> Johnny brought something up that actually made me flashback to Johnny. Oh, go ahead. That made me that made me flashback to what it was actually. It's a really small issue, but ended up actually being one of the things in Cyberpunk that really, 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 really bothered me in the game and hurt me like throughout. Which was the way the clothing stores were handled. The fact that they were just their content was always randomized, so you couldn't just go into a clothing store and like buy a corporate suit. Or whatever you had to go in there and you had to like see if the articles of clothing you were looking for popped up in the store like oh i'm looking for a bl corporate blazer or a corporate pair of slacks or like whatever and then you had to like hope and pray that those those stop that 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 those items popped up in the store's inventory and then if they didn't you had to go to the next store see if they popped up there and then you had to go to the next door, see if they popped up there, and then the next door, and see if they popped up there, and then you had to reset them, and then see, <laughs> go through the entire rigmarole roll again, just if you wanted to like dress your character up in like a suit or something, Dude, or you had to get really really lucky and get those drops. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even remember stores. I yeah. There's yeah. They, Oh, thank God, somebody else was like, I I I don't I don't even remember where they're it there, looks. but they're shit. They hyped Honestly. that up. Like they even even for ever clubs. I dress myself with looting bodies. I you know. <laughs> I think that's how I, I did it. Remember? Yeah. It's like, I, you, Nothing it's, better it's than putting on another pair of warm pants. I, yeah. Right. A little wet stain on the yeah. back. It made sense to me. It was warm. Yeah. I don't remember what he's talking about. And I. I'm, Jeez. Yeah. This is so that's interesting. No, I, I remember. Funny. I mean, I mean, that's one of the things, the core things they hyped up about the world building, where it's like even the clubs, right? Each different club had thematically different music. It supposedly. Mm. You know what I mean? That's Terrible. what it, that's what they hyped up, and that's what they they told us. And one of these, like some of these, their videos is like, you go to this club, you hear techno. You go to this club, you hear like dubstep and like you know rock. But they just had randomized music playing or like the same oh, music. Oh, I in see every what club. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And, and the stores, they were like they they hyped up a lot about the world building, where it's like you go to these stores or even buying brain dance. It's just there for world building. You buy it, you literally can't use it. It's just junk. Um, there's a lot of these things that that are in the world that's just there literally just for world building and nothing else like you can't interact with 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 how the world is supposed to be speaking of is, ego yeah. absolutely going <laughs> uncontrollable we're at almost two and a half hours we're gonna let andy go we'll wrap this one up um thank you everybody for you know at least i believe you had a good time that's my ego i'm really really comfortable with this group of folks you're all genuinely wonderful you, people and i again I'm, I'm a watcher of the show so kind of being here is just like oh yeah i forgot what this felt like talking to people who can 
speak to games a little bit more eloquently uh, and the ones who don't have to uh, hide behind an NDA like I do. So yeah. it's like, it's nice to... <laughs> I, I, I abuse the hell out of that. Well, sometimes I'm an under one, but yeah, yeah. And I want to say, yeah. Andy, dude, um, like I stated on Twitter a while ago when people were asking like who's who's helped us the most, you're number one on there. And there's a reason why so many people on Twitter use, put your name on there. Because dude, you helped me out multiple times. And the cool thing about you is... And behind the scenes, if I was you, I would have been like, I don't know who this fucker is, but I wish he quit <laughs> asking me questions. But no matter what game you were working on or what we were doing or or what was going on and stuff, you, dude, you, seriously, your help, you and uh, Clara, who I talk about all the time, like you, you guys, and then for games, Vermintide and Victor, I don't think I could have wished for a better entry to reviewing games because you could have a bad entry obviously you could not mesh with everybody else's idea or whatever and suddenly everybody hates you but jumping in there with you and you just being as cool as you were and as understanding and i gotta tell you man people are lucky to have got to know you and that's one of the things uh, that's why like i said man if you guys go look there was a twitter a couple months ago where people are like you know who helped you out or what whatever and andy's name was brought up like 8,000 times. I got jealous. And <laughs> and it, it is. It's it, it, dude, you're a phenomenal person and you're you're definitely a boon to gaming and your excitement for games and just and your excitement for pancakes notwithstanding, but your excitement for games and uh your coolness behind the scenes is why I know, by the way, people I've worked with on podcasts whatever have always your name is like in the top three ever mentioned whenever we like, we're like, Hey, I'm having an issue, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Oh, you know, especially when you're working with some companies, it was like, you can, you know, contact Andy, he'll help you out. And I apologize if I gave you extra work, but you're one of the most phenomenal people I've met in an industry. And that's, that's not bullshit. I'm not blowing it up your ass. It's quite literally something I wasn't expecting because I just didn't know. You, you never know what people are going to be like. And you were helpful in every every sense of the word, and I really appreciate it. And I definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast, even though you have you know NDAs and shit. I definitely, you know, uh, it's been a hard week. So hearing that is just like, oh. When I say it's been a hard week, like I don't, I, I don't speak publicly. I just try to, I make my food, I play my games, I shut the hell up, you know, keep my nose clean. But that is genuinely humbling. I needed to hear it. I, I recognize the folks that I work with, especially folks like you, take a bigger risk than people recognize. You don't know how much you have on the line at all times and how fast it goes away. <laughs> yeah. So if I don't respect that every single time I do anything for folks like yourself, it doesn't matter at all, go shit. So you telling me any inch of that is just like, I'm going to sleep better tonight and I appreciate that. Well, you should because these guys probably get tired of hearing your fucking name. Because behind the scenes, <laughs> I'm always like Andy. And, and even Abzi today was like, who's coming on? Andy. And a, a second later is like, who? And I'm like, Andy. And then I realized I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. It's Andy. It's the guy I drop all the time. And he's like, oh, okay. And he knew immediately, like, your your name is, is bandied about, man. Sorry to hear you had a bad week. I did too. But uh, honestly, Fridays, this podcast is legit my life source, man. Like, this is every time I get off the podcast, I'm like, all right, Friday or this week was okay. You know, yeah. like the podcast ended it. Um, Do you have anything to pimp for your chef stuff or anything you want to <laughs> like you want to be like hey check out my pancake channel 
nothing I can speak about. I I am writing up two recipe books. One is so on NDA. I'll get fired if I talk about it, but I am working on a recipe book, but the other is folks are aware it is. I'm excited. It's, it's coming out next year. But aside from that, my Twitter is a source of information, whether you need information about people to talk to in games or just need recipes. That's what it's there for. Otherwise, like I said, I post my food. I keep my nose clean. Just make sure people are taken care of and I'm happy to do it. Crap load of developers follow me. So if you guys ever need like a, hey, I need this person. One of the biggest problems in our industry is people don't know how to find contacts. Exactly. So we try yeah. very hard to just put up the flare, signal flare. I go, that's the person you need because there's no there's no resources anymore. Yeah. So like every now and again, I go, I need to talk to that person. Nine times out of 10, I'm looking for you too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's all I'll say. Johnny, what was your question? I'm sorry. Well, have you disclosed your pancake technique? Because I'm looking to upgrade my own. Okay, had, how about this? Uh, what's one oh. what's one uh thing for pancakes? What's one like uh what's the term? Maybe it's a fatal mistake people make or maybe okay, it's one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't give away your secret. He has a yeah, something. No, no, no. I had a whole video of how to make my pancakes and I'm telling everyone to replicate it. Heat control is what makes great pancakes. Like control, so, like oh, switching heat control. it while you're cooking. Heat control. So what happens is I take an omelet pan, pour try it yourself. Everyone try it to this weekend. Take your omelet pan, pour your, pour your butter, your oil, whatever. Put pour your your batter in there, right? Make sure it's hot. 400 degree oven. Put it in there. Bakes from two different heat sources. Bottom fat pushing the uh the, the fat as it's breaking up, it pushes steam through. It makes the fluffiness activates the baking powder. The oven is now cooking the top, making sure there's no doughy are the pieces. It is now cooked from the two methods of activation that baking powder, double acting baking powder, reacts to wet heat and dry heat. You now have a nice perfectly fluff cooked all the way through pancake. Try that, and you'll never ever make. What pancake. the fuck's happening? Never put it in that's an oven. <laughs> never that's, put it in an oven. Yeah. I've never heard of any of this. Dude, I've never, never heard of that. What I never try. even thought of putting it in the oven. Not I'm even. like, I'm, I'm in the stove, dude. I'm, I'm the this basic bitch like on the stove. This is like when I found out about putting bacon in the oven because I had found somebody had told me to cook bacon in the oven. Yeah. I was like, what? And it, I mean, it that's what really I do with good. steak. Yeah. I put steak in the oven. After yeah, don't, I, I, don't pull your bacon, by the way. Pulling bacon, it stretches it out and causes the fat pieces to kind of like uh, essentially stretch you far. Oh. When you're pulling bacon off, roll it back and then you get the thickness that you start. This is wizard shit. That's right, dude. But if you put if you put the pancakes in the oven, you miss out on the joy of flipping it in the pan. Oh no, you still have to flip it. Don't get me wrong, because what happens is that nice crust is forming on the bottom. When you flip it, that beautiful crust is there. You know, I got like 20 minutes. I'll go knock it out and put it on Twitter. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> okay. if you say, I have to. I always have to download this and then um and then so, uh, put it on clear, places. We're, we're Make t- sure to send me your link, or, or are we talking crepes? Oh, oh, sorry. What was that, Sil? Are we talking uh, flapjacks or crepes? These are flapjacks, crepes, right. whole different style. I think crepes yeah. the classic t- turning way. There's no other way except unless you have a bigger pan, but potato, potato. That's another cup. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so everybody watching, we'll de- yes, we are, we'll have to do a, a cooking podcast, like a, a single yes. podcast on this because that's like that's weird. I don't even know. I believe you. I'm not saying I don't believe, but that's like alchemy shit. I've never heard of any of this. So I'll, I'll note those down. If you guys get a chance, check them out. I'll put the description uh, in the link of the video. If you guys are listening on iTunes, Spotify, uh, I, I absolutely appreciate that as well. Again, thanks to Andy, but also thanks to Silver and Reg and Johnny uh, and Abzi, who's brand new, by the way. How long have you been here, Abzi? Three weeks now? 
This is four. four. What? How no, many? Like like a month and a half. Have you already or been here a month and a half? Okay, I said three. Mm-hmm. If it's a month and a half, it's five. It's not like a huge difference. You no, like a like huge five or six or something. Seven, eight, yeah. probably. But thanks to all <laughs> you guys for con- continuing. He's like six years. Thanks <laughs> to everybody ten, for showing ten, up. Ten years. You guys all rock. I definitely care, appreciate it. Everyone. Thanks to everybody watching and peace out.